There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, mm. pico de gallo, oh. purple cabbage, Yummy. and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Forever Dog. Hey there, Forever Dog listeners. I'm Michael Wolf. And I'm Colin O'Brien. And we're the hosts of America's loudest podcast, Literati! Sorry, sorry. Uh, We are recording in the library. Literati is a podcast about books and the idiots who write them, featuring real readings from some of your favorite authors. And some of your favorite comedians pretending to be authors. Mostly that one. Plus, we dole out tons of amazing unsolicited writing advice because we believe everyone has at least one great novel in them. Hey, just last week, I had to get a novel surgically removed from my small intestine. I accidentally sat on my bookshelf, and now I have three good novels inside me. Very impressive. New episodes of Literati are premiering on Monday, February 4th, and every Monday after that until we die. And that is contractual. Stick around until after the show to hear a special sneak preview of our interview with comedian Josh Sharp reading under his pseudonym... Clint Dimples. And be sure to subscribe to Literati on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's the end of Of that that chapter. Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, we have a little bit of a question for you, and that is, what's standing between you and happiness? Is it you? Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Have you thought about talking to someone but are uncertain or unsure of where to start? Well, BetterHelp.com Online Counseling is there for you. 
BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Yeah, depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, and other issues that are kind of, you know, stuff we're all dealing with. Yeah, so connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment and get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist. It's all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option, and for Lost Culture Reese, listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code ding dong yeah that's discount code ding dong betterhelp.com forward slash ding dong the promo code again is ding dong because if you've been wanting to talk you got to get started today so go to betterhelp.com slash ding dong and simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love and one that you can always change Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Ooh, that, there was a little bit of a, a cackety cack. I gotta surprise my listeners. You have to really dig into those consonants. Can we discuss what we did last night? Yes. We saw Big Frida at the Brooklyn Bowl. Queen Diva. Queen Diva. Best Believer. Best Believer. She was incredible. I had a very nice time. She, you know what blew my mind? What? She did a fucking bounce remix to Hello by Adele. I fully gagged for that. And then all, all her fucking backup dancers are like shaking their asses to Hello, to by, Hello Adele by Adele. And singing along and like, they're like, they're just clapping to Hello and shaking their asses and singing out to us. Like, sing it. Like they had a look in their face that was like, you know the words. You know the words. Sing it. Also loved that the uh, like the end bow was to I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. I love Like that. just blowing it all out. Oh my God. She sang all her hits. She sang karaoke. She yeah. sang Rent. We got it she all. She sang Explode. I had never been to the Brooklyn Bowl. Lovely venue. Uh, here I was thinking it was just a bowling alley. No, they Questlove used to do all of his DJ sets on Thursdays. Didn't know that till last night they, either. They place bit like Soul Train clips on the fucking monitors, and you'd be. I would just go just to watch the Soul Train stuff and be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they did that back then." Obsessed, but actually, as a result of my experience there last night, I just realized what my "I don't think so, honey" is going to be Uh-oh. because I ran into an "I don't think so, honey" worthy moment at the, at the at the bar at the establishment. It was a person who did something. It was it it was a um a rule the establishment apparently has, which I have to. I don't think so, honey. Oh, a rule. It's. It, it, Rules are for schools. And <laughs> Hello, it's rule of culture number forty six. Rules, Rules are, are for schools. schools. I I don't like. And that. I graduated long ago. You know what? Oh my god! You know what? I have one of my most embarrassing moments. Oh, I love this. This was like when I was twenty. Oh, got into a bar out of just it was just kind of on a fl- it was a fluke illegally. Um, but I was like. I thought I was like I pretend I was like gonna just quote something that I was I was just gonna like perform something that I saw someone do in a movie once, mm-hmm. and this is what I did. Okay, <laughs> this is so vulnerable. Come on, babe. I go to the bar. I go, hey, um, I'll do one. I'll do one Bud Light, and then I'll do um, I'll do one for the road. <laughs> and then the bartender goes. The bartender. I'm so goes, ashamed. Isn't that this for is you. this is the cringiest thing I've ever done? And the bartender goes, "That's extremely illegal." 
<laughs> We're in New York. It's not like I can like store my beer in my car. I'm <laughs> also you idiot to do that for Bud Light. Like, I'm no. I and I just was, uh, in for in uh, advance, I'm gonna want one when I leave. I love this stuff. I can't believe I just you shared are a that. You're stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. And Profoundly what's stupid a, bitch. Now you have to balance this out. What's an embarrassing thing you've done at a bar? Oh my god! You've done. I've, I've seen you do so a lot many thousands of things. of things. Well, okay. Embarrassing thing I've done at a bar. I don't want to put you on the spot. You don't have to. I'm in fully on the spot right now. But the thing is, like, I guess. Okay, I'll I'll share a bar story. Okay. When I was very young, we used to go to in Bayshore. There was this Bayshore. establishment called Hogan's Goat. <laughs> that was the bar that we went to. It was the only bar in town that didn't give a fuck about um, about like letting goat. young youngins in. And so uh, I would go there all the time after work. This is uh-huh. when I was working at the Clam Bar yeah. in Bayshore, it, and we'd all go and we would do karaoke. Yeah. And this is when I was trying to like prove to everyone like that I had just come out and I was like singing. Yeah. <laughs> so I sang because um, gay people sing. I sang "Who Will Save Your Soul" by Joel by Jewel by Jewel. Imagine if Joel Kim Booster had a recording artist career. Billy Joel. I sang Who Will Save Your Soul by Jewel uh-huh. at this bar as a 19-year-old drunk person. And yes. everyone was like... Uh-huh. God, you're, that, you're that person who picks the fucking deep cut at karaoke. Get the fuck out. I'm the person at karaoke who's like, we're going to slow it down with a ballad. You know, and it's like, what the hell? I'm going to do Sin Wagon by Dixie Chicks. Like, <laughs> that would be a gag. That'd be fun. But so, so, then, so, then, so you sang this song. <laughs> it wasn't good. And and that was and just, it was just like great cool now we can get back to having a good time. Oh, but you didn't like fully embarrass yourself. I I I feel no. I mean so... I've never done anything like like you did. Isn't that an, I I'm so ashamed of myself. You should be deeply ashamed. Um. Oh, that's like one of those moments though where you look back to something you did or said at a young age and you're like, what? I know. I know. Like one. Like like it's like when I when I I um, can't believe I got into college at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you were someone who was like given given the opportunity to pursue higher education, and and you were that dumb, just wasted on. Um, that. I one time said that my I, my sixth grade Spanish teacher said, "Who's your celebrity crush?" And I said, um, "Tara Reid." Ha <laughs> ha. You know why? And she was like. <laughs> She was, and she literally looked the most disgusted anyone's ever looked. And I was like, and in inside, I was like, no, 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 no. But that's toxic masculinity, y'all. That is wow, and and we're all victim to it. And can I say, this atmosphere is not toxic. It is pleasant. It is an antidote. It's an antidote. It is an antidote to the toxin. And here's the thing: we just were very vulnerable with each other. Ooh. And just that's that's a I little... felt comfortable doing that because I know that our guests, I feel I feel that we are in the presence of greatness. greatness. And I'm feeling very comfortable because we actually got to know our guests very well over the summer. Yes. Because we had an amazing experience with them. Yes. Because we were on very frequently and we were honored to be on after after party. So fun. On Facebook. Yes. And this was a show hosted by one of our guests, and the other guest was free. I was always Almost always on the panel with this. Other I was guest. almost always on the panel with this guest, and I was always like, "Thank God!" And they never put us together because you know what? It's they put us together. Co- they put us together once because what? we demanded it. And Regina King. And Regina King was <laughs> the guest. And Regina King. And also, and do you remember how cool and nice she was? We have. We'll talk and to you. We'll talk and, about, you, and I called it, bitch. You called it. You're like, you're gonna win something for if Bill Street could talk. I no. I said you're no. gonna win the oh, Emmy for, for seven, seven seconds. seconds. And right. weeks later, what did she win? She bitch. won for seven seconds. But you also, you also did say you have a lot of buzz going for you for if Bill Street could talk. And this is back in what? July? August? Genuinely, I did not know 
how good this movie was going to be. And also, like, because it's like when you talk about Oscar buzz in like August, it's like, who the fuck who knows? Cares? But, but you, Regina, it's Regina. It's a, she's a known quantity. Ms. Regina King has been one of my favorites for a um, long time. A long time. And since Miss Congeniality 2. Since before, since Ray. I'm kidding. Since Jerry Maguire. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. So here's the deal. Yeah. I love our guests. I love our guests and we, so much. And you can see them upcoming. Ooh, upcoming. Okay, one of our guests. Mm-hmm. We're just going to say, we're just going to separate them by name for now. And we're getting them in the, in a glow moment right in now. In a glow moment. <laughs> the day after John Mulaney tweeted both of them. And saying, that's John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Mulaney with an M, honey. It's rule culture number 21. That's, that's John, John Mulaney. Mulaney. Tweeting at our guests saying, what an amazing night of comedy at Caroline's. Perfect comedy. Perfect comedy, he said. Um, and it was truly a, the pageantry around this tweet. Beautiful. This was at Jabuki Young White's show at Caroline's. Yes. And talk about breakout <laughs> artists. Breakout artists. Speaking of breakout artists, one of our guests is performing on February 19th at Caroline's. As a breakout artist. At a break, as a breakout artist. It's Rebecca O'Neill. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then and you then, go. And then you go for the other one. You're not even going to believe where our other guest is going to be performing from February 21st, 23rd. Is it New Orleans? It is New Orleans. Oh. Sonia Denis will be in New Orleans performing her ass off. Her ass. And our the, and our guests. February 21st through February 23rd. Yes. And, and that our- and if you've been able to accumulate all these hints so far, you'll be able to deduce that our guests right now are Rebecca, Rebecca O'Neill and Sonia Denise. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. So glad to that see was you guys. The best oh. intro I've ever done. And we do applaud. We do applaud. We had I miss being on after Me after too. party. We I were know. all together on the Ricky King episode. It was, yes. was. you two, me, and Sonia. That was yes. a moment. Yeah. She was think, so nice. Yeah. She was, she was so genuinely cool. prepared for. Literally also more beautiful in person. Tailored suit. Ta- a Do you check remember pattern. That? that fit was a check incredible. pattern. A high bun. A high you know bun. what I mean? Ugh. Yes. She also, glowed. Glowing. Glowed. Her and, skin was. Yeah. And there were many guests on After After Party. We met many yeah, guests. And, we'll, let, we'll, guests. and I will say this. I will say this. You had a ton of incredible guests. Probably Regina King, I would say, probably the most famous guest. Yeah. And so kind. So kind. So kind. Beyond like, kind. I think one of the nicest, like, famous people I've met. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. she called us by name. Yeah. yeah. She like, the name. Bye, Matt. Yeah. She was like, what? Yes. I just, like, blacked out. I was like, okay, wow. It was She's insane. really going to say every, and look everybody in the eye. Was, yeah. like, joking. Oh, yeah. So and she was funny. funny. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, and she, she tried was... with the game. Remember how excited she got? I was no, like, she this was so yeah. stupid. She was I was like, should we ask yeah. Regina if she actually wants to do this dumb shit? And yeah. then she was like, ah, hey. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. I loved that show so much. She deserved I watched the Golden Globes, and when she won, I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, she's been racking up hardware. I feel like every award show you see now, Regina King is winning something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's trying to shake the table. She's, like, announcing. She's challenging people 50% women. I I love that. It's you. It's you. Do it. Do it. I love that. She kept that same energy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, here's the thing. Like, she, I, and what I, I read, I watched an interview with her later where she was like, she kind of decided to do that in the moment. Wow. Like, and wow. she was like, well, I'm up here. Because I think Regina is legit so humble that she, I don't think she's assuming she'll win all this stuff. Yeah. I think because nice. she legit worked in the industry mm-hmm. for so long and was just like one of those working actresses who was reliable. And so yeah. now that she's up there with the opportunity to win these awards, I think all her peers are like, 
goddamn right I'm gonna vote for her. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. Yeah. And so I think she was up there and she was like, clearly this industry has my back. Let me have the back of everyone. You know She's what I mean? She's been talking about it since summer. Like when she came on the show, she was yeah. talking about like women. We need to be behind the camera. And yes. I'm like, she kept the same energy for six months straight. She is not playing. Like mm-hmm. she wants women all over the place. So like. Yeah, I think that was the last time we were all like kind of together. Yeah. Too. yeah, it was just a nice little circular moment. Yeah, there. And after after party got canceled. <laughs> no, <laughs> it did. Fuck. Yeah, it's it's yes, it done. Did. Oh, but there's gonna be like <sighs> a future for it, like in another form on under another title. Like I that was a magical. People... That was. I had so much fun doing that. Me I had too. so much fun doing it, and also other networks, like other people at other networks, were lit, were like. We love that, by the way. Yeah, like, and you I had, had meetings big, you had afterwards wow. based yeah. on yeah. like, oh, yeah. I liked what you did on After After Party. It was yeah. nice. Like, it may be no longer, but I, I think oh, all the comics was, who worked on it had a great time, yeah, too. It was yeah, perfect. Guys, like, that one season, we got to bring on, like, so many of our friends yeah, and, like, everything. Yeah. I was so proud of everything we made. The vibe, everything was so good. Wardrobe was, yeah. like, wardrobe dope. Was, wardrobe Makeup was, was on like, yeah. yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. How, a fun thing about us happened to me, all the clothes... They yeah. were gonna donate them. <laughs> you said, Mm-mm. and then someone I'm dating right now was like, "I got it." <laughs> I found, okay, let me tell you something. I found Ooh, out you're dating this person tea. now, and I'm obsessed. Yeah, oh. wait, we will talk after. Yeah, I'll I'm, talk after. I'm clamoring. Yeah, I, I know you're clamoring, <laughs> and I saw this. Talking. I saw this individual on another shoot that I did. And he oh was yeah, like, this individual's the, working. And, yeah, and, and then I said, and, and he took a picture of us together and said, "I'm sending this to Sonya because." Guess what? Was and it, I said, Groove! Was it John Mulaney? <laughs> Is it, it's John Mulaney. Yes. That's Wait, the reason no. for the shout out. Can mm-hmm. I just really quickly go back to Regina, uh, Regina King? Course, and we should have, always. Always. I need to share this moment from the Globes. This is mm-hmm. I was I was in the room. Like, yes, he was at the Globes. Oh my God. Like, oh, Bowen right. Yang, writer for the Golden Globes. It was very yes. fun. Thank yes. you. Yes. I, was, I, had to, like, I saw you and I literally screamed. Oh my God. Oh. I was like, so cute. Ah, yeah. I had no idea you were hosting. It was a little. Or Please. I was hosting. So I was, I had to sit. I had to sit between I had to sit like at the steps um, just before the show started mm-hmm. and I was like in this I was in like the the line of this is what happened Tanny Newton's at one table oh, Taraji's wow. at another table oh like God. down in the, in the second tier Black and girl, then magic. after that it's Regina mm. and wow. the three of I'm, them I'm, I literally have chills the three of them Tandy because I'm, I'm like in between Tandy and Taraji and Tandy goes Regina Taraji and then Taraji goes Regina Tandy and then Regina's like oh my god Taraji Tandy and it was like this they just there was just so much love like like a triumvirate of excellence but just just so much love between these women and I was like this is beautiful like Mm, this is like I was like this is like what you fantasize about like I hope these people are friends in real life (laughs) and it's like it was there and it was like oh like these people have like I was like think about the places these people have seen each other in all the different settings and all the glam or in all if it all if it's all dressed down like and they are all decorated they're all now. decorated they, yeah. but they've mm-hmm. seen each other in the fucking trenches over right. the years. you know what so I'm saying and, and like audition rooms yes uh-huh. and it's like they're all together and there's so much love and I was like this is the way forward this is the future for I all of that. us incredible that was I think the most beautiful well I loved really I thought you guys did an amazing job putting yeah the it was together. so like, funny Sandra was great and then yeah. that really I actually thought it, I thought there, that it might have been a bit but then when it was just a poignant moment at the end of her speech where she was like yes. the reason I wanted to somebody do laughed, this like, somebody laughed and they were like Whoops. I, I really thought that I thought she was doing like a bit where she was no, gonna get emotional no. like on Grey's Anatomy when she would always do her monologues <laughs> but then yeah. when she legit just landed like I wanted to do this because I wanted to be part of this moment of change and I see yeah. all you faces of change and they panned around the room and it was just like 
you know what? Like a moment of levity right now in this fucking crazy world yeah. to just say that this is, mm-hmm. especially from last year when they were all yeah. in black because of Me Too or whatever. Like yeah. time's this, because yeah. of time, yeah, time's up. And I was just like, that was a really nice she, moment. Yeah. The both the two of them were both like, we don't want to make it. Like we really don't even care to even make a, a political joke about Trump. Mm-hmm. We don't want to really acknowledge that. We let's just focus. Sandra was the one who's like, let's just focus on the good stuff that happened. Because why Smart, not? Yeah, and like, and let's not even roast people. Like, I thought it was like a different way. It was a I different love model. I love the yeah. friendly roast. Yeah. That was such yeah. a great it's like idea. Something that you're not used to at award yeah. shows, and it's like it's different than like what Ellen would even do. It's mm-hmm. like uh, at the Oscars, it's like, oh, this is like. Such like I feel just, like sincerity is in right now. Like just right. genuine. Like we're gonna let's try actively to be nice. Like, yeah, that's yeah. very like so anti. I feel like that's a, a, like a sort of a protest because everything's real nasty. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like let's choose to be like we're comedians. We're we're basically clowns. Like we're let's yeah. choose yeah. to be nice clowns. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think that something I've personally learned in two, in 2018, like that I left the year with was just finding that there is a lot of strength and a lot of power in vulnerability. 100%. You know what I mean? Like people actually want that more than you think. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? For sure. And also it's so funny because like what we are moved by, like for example, let's like use if Beale Street could talk as an example, mm-hmm. like even just watching the trailer, I had full body chills and was mm-hmm. like really almost crying. Like, yeah. like Regina King's delivery of her line, like, if love got you this far, don't stop now. Trust it all the way. I was oh, just like, this relevant. is like what I love. Relevant. So why would I ever yes. be scared of being vulnerable in my mm. work? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like all I right. respond to this above all else. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know this about you guys. I don't know if you guys ever told me at least. Wait, how did you guys meet? It was it in Chicago? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we Ta- were at uh, open mics. Yeah. 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 We started comedy yeah. within like a month, a month of, of each other. other. And a guy I was dating then yeah. knew her. And he was like, uh-huh. yeah, there's another black girl. Because yeah. you guys... Oh, that, no. that's, that's what we they know. did. That's what they did with with us and with Joel. It's the yeah. same oh, story. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. another one. You guys hey. should be friends. Yep. There's one yeah. who's not a white black, a white dude, white black, dude. <laughs> white black white, or black. Honestly, yeah. Like, yeah. there's more black dudes, like, but like black all the girls, people who started like, with us in, in Chicago around the same time, we were the two black girls. So right. Right. Yeah. we eventually were going to meet, and uh, the guy, is our mutual friend, she was dating at the time, introduced us, thinking like we were hit it off. Sonya hated me so much. She really? That was in a different place where she was very like. Type A, very And like, I was also hey, in a wow. place where hey, I was sex like, location. Very Tell me what your story is. Wait, I want to know about you it. Do? Hey, what do you do? How you doing? How'd you get into comedy? Why do you like it? Who's your favorite? And I'm I like, was uh, you? Let me just say. I like you so chill. No, no, no. Yeah. We clarified. This yeah, this is this was seven hard years ago. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I was on like ago. 80 milligrams of Prozac. And That's also, what it was. I was a journalist at the time. Her writing changed. My physical handwriting She used to walk around. Becca used to walk around with little tiny pieces of paper. tea. Um, As oh, I drink some tea, well, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was only for like two months, and then you were chill. But it was Becca, fun. Yeah. Like the first, the first time I ever saw Rebecca on stage was at the stand-up show at Union Hall, and I fucking did some bullshit bit, and she goes up on stage and does this like holistic, like all Mother Erudisha. But like, no, I haven't. No, done no, it was, but it was like I, I don't remember what it was, but it was like fully academic and like. <laughs> I was like, this is like the and smartest. And you probably were very attractive. Well, yeah, I was like, I was like, oh my god! And you probably talked about like queer theory or, or, or some shit. I don't shit. remember. I but was like, like, oh my god, who is this? And like you, like 
you came off as someone who was like powerful and maybe oh, well, thank you was, was was that something that like you are like is this something that you're still like of course you still work with it but was this back then this thing where you were like i need to like show my power or something I or hope what not um, yeah. no i think I you were just to, no. i think i just it was i don't like my partner didn't interpret it that way i think i was just a very like mm. uncomfortable person in this new space uh-huh. and i was like Expecting her to be like, "Hey, I'm Rebecca." She said she was like, blah, blah. "I was like, oh, and also, I don't like that this is power energy." Meeting, her, <laughs> meeting and that. getting to know Sonya also did. You know, you don't know how you're perceived out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're out here doing what you feel is best. You're not knowing that you're freaking people out who are going to become <laughs> lifelong friends. <laughs> so I'm recalibrating her energy and stuff. And I do think like we're very di- as much as we hang we out all different. the time. We're extremely we don't like the people. same dudes. Oh. Like oh, she'll then, be yeah. like, "He, look at him. He's has beautiful eyelashes." I'm like. <laughs> You serious? Yeah. yeah. Serious. Vice versa too. No, yeah. it's like we're like fucking crazy different in so many ways yeah. too. But our rela- it's, it's you interesting out. Yeah. to hear this because our relationship also started with a degree of animosity. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Ours didn't last very long. It no. lasted like a month. It was like wow. Yeah. No, neither you're did the ours. Only other person. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> but like, it's the well, same thing that you said. Yeah. It's the same, th- same thing that you said where it was like it's kind of funny because it's like. Uh, We've talked about this on the pod, so the listeners know, but I was the gay on the sketch group at NYU, and Bowen was the gay on the improv group at Uh, NYU, and so they literally said, like, go play, do things together, and we were like, you think just because of this reason that we're gonna, and then literally, pretty much just because of that reason we did. This is a Key and Peele sketch, like, literally, Literally. like, the black guy on the sketch team, and they're like, now you're my number one nemesis. I always want to write a sketch for us, which is, like, like at, when you're the two gays at the wedding oh. and like the, all the straight people are like go you know be friends you talk to each other table. like like oh, you have to uh, you're gay you have to meet my, <laughs> my gay, gay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I have this idea where they put us together and it's like we're like oh, hi and then like we literally bond over the stupidest <laughs> most basic gay <laughs> yeah. shit but I remember it's like it's a that isn't even gay literally literally <laughs> what made us friends was we were at the same par- college party and I had become Obsessed pink, with Pink Friday pink by Nicki Friday Minaj, oh, yeah. and so so in your dorm or whatever. So had you, and we were at this party, <laughs> and we both were off book on mm. the whole album like Romans Revenge, Romans Revenge oh, came so you guys were like rapping at the party and you we were like, at each other like oh my exactly. god yeah. and I was like oh wait that was that. He know- well you know what it was he knew everywhere to Super Bass Uh-oh. and Super Bass was a deep cut it was a deep- it was before it was a single it was on the I deluxe see. album it was, it was a bonus wow. track and yeah. people didn't know about it people and- don't know that Super Bass was a bonus track yeah and so he and but, I both but were Matt did but we knew and Bowen did. yeah and so that's when I was like okay maybe we should just be friends for this gay reason for the two of you was there a moment or, or did the ice just melt at that point yeah we kind of yeah. just we we also because the things that we have deep in common is like our work ethic yeah. and like how we, we saw were hitting our mics thing the, in comedy yeah. we were yeah. always like people would be like to saying to us like <laughs> Becca and I would like have the same mentality about like going to as many mics as possible yeah. like for some reason that would, that would rub like, people they would day, go yeah. nuts about it like what do you guys think you're doing it's like okay we're just we're just trying crown. not to die in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also trying to do what we love to do. Yeah. yeah I so don't we really would always, think about whenever that someone, element of it. But yeah. like how we got to know each other is literally like we were both starting at the same time. Like, hey, there's so much comedy here. Let's do some of it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we had carpools where it was like us and our group of three yeah. other friends. Wow. And then people friends. would fall off, but we'd still. Yeah. yeah. It was like the group like, has changed else. over the years. <laughs> but like the core of us yeah, are yeah. still friends now. Yeah. And like. 
four of us are moved here like we started can the show I, back in yeah. chicago but yeah just basically can i tell them when i was like okay this is yeah the if you, yeah go ahead i one time we <laughs> we used to host this mike no, cole's bar okay. yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what i'm about to say the racist guy yeah yeah okay, okay. I, okay so hosting hosting this mic was like exhausting yeah. it's five hours cameron esposito started five? It. oh wow five. yeah it started like a, now 12 years ago yep. like by cameron esposito and so we inherited Bur- it yeah. yeah we inherited yeah. it and then um so 60 it, comedians 60 a night comedians and always yeah. unless it was like a snowstorm or something crazy there was always that that seems so illegal we would do, yeah <laughs> Well, for 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 the the, yeah. the cost of living in Chicago, no, they totally. compensated us well enough for oh, us to right. show up week totally. after week How after week. So well. was and we week got of, every week out drunk. every yeah. And in Chicago wow. as well as a comedy destination, it was also the thing where like it was sixty spots, so every comedian in town will show up to show their yeah. like new yeah. shit. And any celebrity, which would only be two or three in town, yeah. 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 Chicago, yeah. If John Mulaney showed thing. up at Coles in Chicago, oh, it was we shut set the bar whole, on fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like literally so it was like, like, like if you've been on Conan, we're yeah. like, so that's the energy. And then everyone's like on board, positive. Like it's literally like transplant some people from Brooklyn. That's what was there. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of laundry and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, you, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker 
retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Got it, got it. Um, and then also comedy people. So uh, <laughs> there's this, so everyone, there's a list, as I'm, we mentioned, right? And sometimes we bump funnier people or people who have been doing it longer just to like, you can't have sure. 60 people that are new to comedy. Oh my God, no, just, yeah. just would, working through a line. Yes. Yeah, working a lineup at that scale because we do it for fifty people. Uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you guys' show, I don't think, it's yeah, insane. It's so good. Yeah. Okay, so you're so you're like yeah. So he, stuff. this guy. So you sign up. Some people sign show up <laughs> at five thirty. Like mm. the lottery system here, wow. like stops that from happening. Right. Or like, is it called lottery? Like, what oh, yeah, it's, it. it's like a yeah. drawing system. Yeah, the yeah. draw. It's very draw. brutal and efficient, but it's yeah. so much. It makes so much more yeah. sense. It's than a, the way we do it. Yeah, we time. have a host who does time. Like, you can do time if you're an asshole between people and like. So yeah, yeah. yeah I would do ten minutes at the top, then I would host fifteen, and she would do ten, and she would host fifteen, and then we'd alternate ten, ten, ten until we <laughs> died it. 2, 2 a.m. Oh, wow. So he, this guy, he got there late or on time. Really, if you sign up at nine, you're already fucked. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was like. 38 he's, he's already like wrong yeah so yeah. he come and men this happened to me multiple times men yeah. did not like the women were charged of this it was mm. always like they would try to like bully us into bumping them and oh, we'd be like, ah! like yeah no kill me i don't care yeah um, it was mostly a wonderful and pleasant experience oh but, i loved it yeah. it was Man like it helped me such yeah 90 yeah, percent of the time was in Incredible. Yeah. And we both, I feel like I became a better comedian. I became for a great, like, I'm sure. Host. And definitely, oh, uh, definitely that. riffing. Like, it taught me I can riff. Like, it just, that was it. Anyway. Yeah. Love that. So he's late 30s. And um, this like man. like a Miami Vice type yeah. blazer. No, no, no. That's the other I one. It was him. two dudes who two would never dudes. be friends in real life. Mm -hmm. One of them, like she said, Miami the Vice blazer with us. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. The, the guy who recorded. So there's one guy, he's yeah. younger, like late 20s, maybe 30s. He has like a silver briefcase. <laughs> okay, no. And a hat, a fitted cap, all white in Chicago in winter. What? Then the other guy, like 50s, 60s, full on dad jeans to his waist, oh, no. polo. I'm like, how are you guys together? Someone else was telling me they went to another open mic where they were spending so much money and being assholes. Uh. So anyway, that's the context of who these people are. So sure. the guy, he keeps coming over. But it, a lot of people are coming over like, yeah. hey, when am I up? And I'm like, 34. We're currently on 12. 12? Mm. Really? Da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, And they treat you like a, is, a restaurant host. Yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. like, I can't. This is what you have to do. Yeah. Like, People yeah. will be like, I have work. And I'm like, so do I. And I'm yeah. here to tweet. Yeah. Like, you know? So anyway, he's getting entitled piss. So yeah. <laughs> at some point, he starts falling asleep in the front. And this <laughs> is after he's asked me four times when he's up. So I make a joke at his. I like say something and everyone looks and laughs. And he wakes up like. Arr. So fast forward to when it's his turn. <laughs> Yeah. This is legit. This like, is dad or this is younger briefcase dad. guy? Okay, dad. Briefcase dad, yeah. guy uh -huh. hasn't gone up yet. He's Got just in the audience. He's in the look back like, with like full the on cocaine. With oh, the woman God. who's yeah. like, um, and not to, too I would never shame another, too hot for him, too but hot. also, yeah. I would never shame another woman or anything, but like just, the, the people at the other bar was like, she showed up here. He gave her some money. They've been together the whole time. Uh, so God, two and yeah. two. Great, great, is great. it just friendship? I don't know. I mean, we're, 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 we're companions. Is, yeah. The point yeah. is, yeah. No, like she had to endure this because these people yeah. are yeah. terrible. Yeah. 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 So he goes up. <laughs> this is actually like 
one of the worst things that's happened to me on stage. But she goes up. Ha-ha. She goes up. Uh, he goes up. He, I introduce him, right? Yeah, uh-huh. As I get off stage, I don't even hear what he says because I'm just in my head like, who's next? That are <sighs> looking at the list. Like, we're in the slog. So I just hear people in the audience go, oh. <gasps> And I and heard I, everything that happened. Like yeah. I'm off stage watching all the, the the machinery turn, and he says he starts, you know, commenting on her body, which is the first thing men attack. I can tell you exactly oh. what. He's well, at. girl, I, I'm trying to I'm okay. trying to you be euphemisms here. I'm trying to <laughs> talk around it because you know the oh. first thing like entitled people who start yeah. bombing. First of all, all the entitled people always bomb. I don't know why that is, but full on. Oh, it, it the people that leave sense. you alone or maybe ask once because they're anxious. Usually, like, you'll have a good set. But, like, Great. people who are in your ass, like, hey, what's next, what's next, what's next? And, like, annoying. Because they're desperate. Bombs. Yeah. 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 yeah, so he starts going in on Sonya's body. I'm oh My, my first instinct is hit the sound. I don't know how to use technological <laughs> buttons or whatever. So, so, so I'm like, like, well, what I have I to do is jog something. to the stage then. And so he's going in. He starts being racist, talking about, oh, what's your name? He Shalanda. 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 Like, Shalanda. Rashid, like oh, doing all of them. Just yeah. like, stare, yo, the thing tight, he said time. Yeah. That was like so vile. And I just, I'll tell you, because it's like, I, oh my God. I don't give a You can Google me and look at my body. Like, I'm <laughs> a do small person woman. <laughs> So <laughs> it's the spirit behind goes, the comment more yeah. than the he actual. Goes, I'm yeah. perf- like, I like my yeah. body. I don't have to wear a bra. It's great. Um, <laughs> but he goes with black women, uh, you know, fine body on that one. But with black women, if you don't have titties and ass, what's the point? <laughs> so oh that's the energy. God. Was that what people yeah. gasped at? Yeah, because and, oh, yeah. and then it's already like you're fucking up because me and her are here all the time. They like yeah. us. We give these people free drinks all night. You're really gonna attack? This is your opener. That's going. And then he proceeds to bomb. Oh, so that's Jesus. when he starts calling us Shalanda and Shalanda. And then at first I was like, people started to boo him when he talked about my body. But yeah. I was like, no, 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 leave it because I was so excited to go on stage and roast this person. Yeah, so yeah, 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 so yeah. Easy. But then once he started saying racist shit, Mm-mm. it was like I. Because you want, when someone does that, you want to be in a place where you can be calm enough to destroy them and not get emotional. But they've escalated it so much. Oh my God, it's not even over yet. So he gets off, I grab a mic, we go get the fuck off, get the, we're both screaming at him. Well, I'm just trying to like start this like sort of Showtime yeah, get out, get out, get out. Miami Vice with yeah. the silver briefcase <laughs> and the coke pulls out his phone and starts recording this shit like oh, it's and yelling funny world star. and yeah, yelling world like, star. So he's I was getting like, the bitch, reaction I'm sure world star because we were that even like it was like he said on that's just fire. adding whatever. Yeah, but then one of these white dudes <laughs> I have to shout out John Marchaluski. I don't know if he's still doing comedy, and uh, but he's and Chicago's own now Brooklyn resident Charlie Verko. Yes, Charlie he came to our rescue. His phone, they matumboed this man's iPhone <laughs> out of his he hand. Like flies <laughs> in the back. Yeah. the comedians start throwing like moving it because they don't want to. He's like, my phone, da 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 da. And then so then every the finding security comes is I guess people and security's like this huge dude, Larry, who's like the nicest person, but like can tell you how to kill someone with but, a face. Like, he's like, yeah, 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 physically, yeah. physically gigantic physically, man, but athletic internally teddy bear like yeah. so nice. yeah, yeah. Soft, the kindest soft but if you yeah. saw him and he's like angry at you you're gonna do what he you're, wants yeah, you yeah, like yeah. his hand is like all of our hands you wow know I mean? so, yeah. so, <laughs> so then he so then so then he gets off because security's like you have to go you have to go then miami vice the dude is still trying to go up oh my god and i was like what yeah i literally yeah, he wants like, his four minutes of stage like, time after that <laughs> yeah. yeah after that point i was like how fucking dare you and cole is like hey and he diffuses it but like I was so you ever be so angry like you cry yeah, like I just felt that lost. in that moment and it was yeah. like but yeah he never did it like, literally we, people like that 
the the fact that he still wanted to go up on stage right. is so the entitlement. It's well, it's what it, what it is. It's like people like that never know to leave a space when it when they're not welcome. Mm-hmm. It's like they are like I'm gonna stay here and ta- literally take up space, right. even though it's been made explicitly clear that I don't belong here, that I'm not welcome. Right, like crazy to me but that is like out of a fucking tv show i couldn't or a believe movie. it was yeah. so surreal it was like, mostly yeah, not like that i also no, want to no. be like most of chicago <laughs> comedy is like no, fun no, no. times and, and, and the thing important stories. to know is that all the comedians <laughs> had our back like all yeah. the comedians yeah. were, like, yeah, we're like everybody squad, in the room everybody like, love that love yeah. love chicago Here's chicago the- I love that story, and that you like is that, like that's like a, that's like a big seminal moment for you guys. And well, for concept. me, I just was like, it was. I would just felt so attacked, and it felt like in that moment, like she had my back fully. Like yeah. she well, was I feel like, like I've threatened a lot of people for yeah, even looking has, at you actually. sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, actually, like, there was a time another, before a another party. one other Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. like what did you say to Sonya? Don't make me kill you. Don't make a me woman do once this. Told like, me beautiful. People always comment on my body, but a woman once told me I don't wear enough dresses or something. This older uh, female comedian at Becca was like, I'll throw you out of the window. And yeah, I, like, I mean, I don't have any too high because yes. I was yeah. so high. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, why is she saying shit like that to people? Like, we're adults. Who does that? Yeah. Like, that's yes. weird energy, and I don't have time for it. Oh like, my God. have we so ever weird. had to throw yeah. down for each other? I want to say we have. But I I don't know we're we're hopefully people just aren't like coming at y'all all the time either. Really? No, like no was I don't think anyone's yeah. ever yeah. said anything yeah. fully fucked up. Well, mm. to, I, I talked about this on another episode, but um, this we did this photo shoot where the stylist kept coming up to me and saying, and like they did like a, an eye makeup thing with me where that was just like a, a Spider Man eye over my <laughs> eye like this, and then like. S- you would someone would look at that and say, "Oh, that's like Spider Man." Yeah. yeah. But this this stylist <laughs> comes up to me and goes, "Wow, I love this. Very Pokemon. Pikachu, <gasps> Pikachu, Pikachu." He saying Pikachu repeatedly. <laughs> I was like, and the two okay. makeup artists were also Asian. We're also these, these two Japanese women. I, I just I I heard it out of the corner of my eye from across the room because I was getting fitted, and yeah. everyone just go, the three of them all just go, "No." Yeah. What? And like, you, you didn't like have to throw it, but that was the moment where you like looked at me and I I, I looked over across the thing and I was kind of like I, I was. You would have stepped in if it had gotten really bad. Yeah. Had I been right there, I think I would have turned to him and been like, Mm-mm. "By this," because he kept coming back and saying that. And by that time, I was by the second time, I was like, "No, that's not it at all." Actually. Those are defining moments that's when so you learn who your riders disgusting. are. Like, yes. if you if you feel attacked and you look over, you make yeah. eye contact with your, with your person, your friend yes. in the room, and then they're not, if they're not they're like, ready, like no. What's emotionally to no. at least fight, then yeah. that's not a rider. That's like, not a rider. You two, that moment yeah. for you two, you guys were each other's riders, and then mm-hmm. you. But then, like, but then you guys, you guys had already been spending five hours a week with each other. And yeah, and we also ran it. So it was like twice a week or once a week, and then we also had a monthly show uh-huh. that we ran once a month. Was it a bookstore? Yes. Yeah, Love that. that was great. Congrats That's on your success. It's still happening now. With like, yeah, our friends people, back home. Yeah, yeah. It's it's can I say something about Chicago? Yeah, depends. <laughs> I will. I must say this. It is like the scene there is like. So charming. Which, uh, this sounds like this sounds so whatever gross. I don't mean to like sound patronizing. It just no. seems like the city itself is a great city to like go out and then get drunk in and like hundred percent. It's so Nailed easy it. to it's have really a good time, fun. and it's cozy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like every every space I go to, it's like you know a lot of the spaces in New York. I'm like, yeah, this is a space, but it's like and we're all in, sort of uncomfortable in Chicago, <laughs> right? But in Chicago, it's it was like, it's great. what was that show that you did and Janelle was also on it. Janelle James, that you you were on the bill. Oh, it, it was um it was um at the Green Mill. It was a uh, paper machete. Oh, paper machete. Oh, I love f- paper day drinking on a Saturday day afternoon. Saturday. Music, like, music. Yeah. So good. That it's was like, really fun. Such a fun 
fun vibe. Like everywhere you go, it's a fun vibe, and yeah. it's not hard to find that. Like yeah. that is rare in a city. I was glad to, to have started there, and glad to have started there around the time that you did because there is so much comedy to do. Like we were brand new comics, and like on a Monday night, you could easily hit five open mics in a night and get mm-hmm. like a month's worth of stage time in yeah. two weeks just so because there's easy. so much to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. And also there's no industry people there like making That's decisions. That's such a and, benefit. Like, yes. You can toil in obscurity there for yeah. years and just show up and on a coast better. good at comedy yeah. and nobody knows who you are. And mm-hmm. I love that about Chicago because here I feel like the second you, you show up, up stage, I know. if, there's, if you work a half a damn, it's like, so what I want you to do is come in here. And I'm like, none of this shit was in Chicago. There yeah. was no yeah. Comedy no, Central I- in the audience at a bar show. Like, that's yeah. not existent. Yeah. But it feels yeah. like, I said it's like, literally, I can't stop saying it. But like, we, I felt like in Chicago, we were playing a simulation of what oh, this yeah. is. Oh. Because in Chicago, we cared just as much. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. shows I can tell lower. you, yeah. the stakes were way lower, but it felt like, if I don't get booked on blah, blah, blah show, no, I'm not a death. real comedian. Right, and then, yeah. Right. And then you get here and you're like, oh, wait, like people get paid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, you can make money. I don't, I was like fighting over shows for drink tickets. Yeah. yeah. But like she said, like you can just get so much better, try things, fail. You set your own pace. And, yeah. And people and feel this here. way about New York too, though. I mean, like it's so interesting to hear you say that because like I, I always think, I never spent time in Chicago. I've I've spent all my time in New York. Like we were yeah. just saying, I've been here for a decade, like yeah. doing this. And I I've, I think the next place I'll go, like the progression, would be L.A. Because I think yeah, like what I've like always that. thought is like, yep. like for me anyway, starting in New York, it's like they've always talked about New York as the place you cultivate and get good and like mm. and you suffer, and, like, but cut your people teeth. Are like you, yeah. And then you go out to Los Angeles to like work because that's when you're ready to be sold that seems if you like will. the trajectory yeah. for the people I know I'm not in a rush to get to this LA phase yeah, I'll be yeah, honest yeah. with you I'm having a good time here yeah, no. just chilling out like, well, because you can also jokes. have a, you can also yeah, be you can a career money. stand up here for you know what sure. I mean like, yeah. if you can be a career comedian here but in LA it's like you know that's where you actually truly and that's where the industry expands a little bit we were talking about doing more than stand up before yeah. we got on like but See, Chicago is a place where you like. I didn't even. I sometimes forget all of our friends that started in Chicago, like and but, Joel, and like, but they're so good. Yeah, right. Yeah, John so Mulaney, John Mulaney, yes, Mr. Mulaney, Jabuki, Jabuki, yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like so many people, you guys, but you guys didn't really spend that much time to like. I'm just using like toiling in obscurity. Well, I mean, it feels like it. I'm really, from there. I feel like I'm still. Oh, so yeah, I don't it, feel like I like served my tenure. Like I was. That's sure. where I lived. That's, yeah. So that's where I started. <laughs> yeah, you, it was like a destination. You moved to yeah, Chicago yeah. to pursue comedy. Where'd you come so. from? Uh, DC. I had a friend oh. who. It was so random. I had a friend who was like. Hey, I'm in the Second City Directors Program, and da da da. Like, I took a class. I was just in a place where I didn't know what I was gonna do. Yeah, and then right. uh, he was like, "Yeah, you should come to Chicago." And I like visited, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I just moved." Yeah, why not? But I didn't know like I was fully gonna do stand up. I was taking <laughs> improv class. Right, of course. Uh, well, we've all been yeah. there. Yeah. But it, yeah, I have not, but I'm so guys. good. I have not been there. Yeah, and you'll, nev- and you'll never <laughs> you, need to. No, no, no. She's a liar because what? you were an ambassador for two minutes. Uh, well, yeah, I was a Second City ambassador because <laughs> like it was a, a scam week. to get. They needed to lure <laughs> black people in, and I was like, oh, I can help. Very that. Yeah, I was like. Are you gonna give me money? Absolutely, I'll lure my friends to spend <laughs> yeah. thousands of dollars on this yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I've friends. heard about this yeah. weird little thing. Where it, it does. Was like- I don't think it exists anymore, and I was not a good fit for the program because I don't. I, I didn't understand improv. <laughs> I didn't know the structure of their, yeah. you know, <laughs> school. I was just like, y'all need black faces because people yeah. are mad at you. Got it. Like, Got it. <laughs> I'll take what the check. And here's the thing: it was just an exchange check. for discounted prices, and they were offering discounted prices to people who for were classes? interested oh. in. 
uh, their classes mm-hmm. who were from diverse backgrounds. Yeah, so it yeah, was yeah. on the up yeah. and up. I just didn't last because I didn't care about yeah. that at all. Excuse me. Hi. Are you a smile hider? What I mean by that is do you hide your teeth in group pics or just not smile when meeting someone because you don't like how your teeth look? Let's get something straight. Your teeth, that is. <laughs> Clever. You know, the ones you cover when you laugh or hide when someone breaks out a camera. I'm actually one of you people. Um, well, listen, your fears, put those to rest. We're going to get your teeth looking very good with Smile Direct Club. With Smile Direct Club, you can straighten your teeth with invisible aligners sent directly to you. For only $80 a month, you can have a smile you'll love and a lifetime of confidence. No braces, no monthly office visits, no paying a fortune. Smile Direct Club Invisible Aligners work gently and discreetly to gradually guide your teeth into alignment. And one of their 200 plus duly licensed doctors oversee your plan every step of the way. So go to SmileDirectClub.com to see the real before and after photos of more than 350,000 satisfied grins. Okay, so here's how you're going to go about doing this. Order a free impression kit with rebate or schedule a free 3D scan at one of their smile shops. Plus, Smile Direct Club has an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get $150 off your invisible aligners at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast and use offer code ding dong. That's smiledirectclub.com slash podcast offer code ding dong. Okay, so at some point in every Lost Culturistas episode, I brandish the fact that I am in therapy and that Matt is not, but don't worry, we'll get him there. But if you are also... Uh, thinking about getting a therapist but aren't sure where to start, BetterHelp.com Online Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Whether it's depression, stress, or anxiety, or trauma, or grief, or self-esteem issues, or any combination of those things, BetterHelp can help connect you with your counselor in a safe and private environment. So you can get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. That is huge. That is uh, the biggest roadblock for a lot of people um, in my experience. And uh, I was just antsy to get it going. But with BetterHelp, there's almost no lead time in in that way where you're not blatantly sitting around waiting to talk to someone and get to whatever thoughts or emotions you have uh, out and in the open and you know, you're able to start making sense of things in a very quick way. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Los Culturistas listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with discount code DING DONG, all one word. If you've been wanting to talk to someone, get started today and go to betterhelp.com forward slash DING DONG and simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love and one that you can always change if necessary. So that's betterhelp.com forward slash ding dong with promo code ding dong. Did you guys take improv classes? <laughs> well, Bowen like really started doing comedy and improv. It was like my gateway because I did it in high school. And right. I, I would go, yeah. I would do college tours and I'd be like, yeah, cool. Um, So do you guys have a have an improv group here? Like that was yeah. my leading question whenever um, I, wherever I went. I was like, that gross. You were spreading you wanted that the love of improv. Well, I was just like that was like the interest that I led with, and I was like lying to myself, thinking mm-hmm. I was going to be like I was going to go to med school. I was like, well, but oh, I actually like what I, I my selection has to do with yeah, comedy, your interests, yeah, yeah, which is which was my interest, and like I 
I like relegated it to like a side hustle when I was in college, yeah. which was weird. I was a sketch boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did sketch comedy and like did take improv classes, but never got over the nervousness of doing like the UCB form of improv. Mm-hmm. And I always, I also like, I don't know. I think it's definitely like being gay. Like I was very not comfortable with myself and I don't mm-hmm. think you can do good improv being mm-hmm. too in your head because you're just blocked. So not I was, present. yeah, I just, yeah. I, for me, I was just so preoccupied that I needed that, preparation I at the time I would never have been able to just get on a stage like I do now and kind of like riff with an audience like that takes time like you were saying like hosting is like a real skill to cultivate you know I going up and doing a seven to ten minute set like whatever like we all we we know what we're doing so we go up there and do it you don't know what's going to be going down Mm -hmm. when you go up there to host you know like some when even when we host our live show which we do frequently like it's yeah. it's it's an energy that you have to get on board for and you are really performing with the audience yeah. and that's mm-hmm. different. It's yeah. different. So I only think and only now could I do that successfully I think because I'm not in my head and I feel the same way with improv. You're going up there and you don't know what's about to happen and I wasn't comfortable with that. Yeah. Mm. So, I also think it's a type of mentality cuz I would be an impro- I would be an improv like say this then say that and yeah. say this. Yeah. You can't be that type of person who's like orchestrating. I know sure. I'd be writing yeah. on the back wall. I I, I would be fully like <laughs> I'll go out and say this and then this person will probably say this and this would be a funny thing to happen third yeah. because I really start, I my whole education and background is in writing so I couldn't stop. <laughs> yes. Do you guys yeah. feel this way where like especially maybe ever since you guys moved to New York you ha- we, like the the little tiny skills that we've had that we that you are required to pick up like working like like I'm Song sure- is video game analogy works for so much stuff because it feels like what's your video game analogy? Well, like everything in Chicago was just like a oh, simulation. Well, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, to, yeah. to just take that to like a new yeah, like Hi, everything in Chicago is like we're picking up these skills like in the first level of a video game, and then uh-huh. when you get to New York, you got to like beat Apply all the bosses. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like all these skills I accumulated over the years, wow. like remembering to do this, learning mm-hmm. how to perform. Because yeah. when I learned how to when I when we first started, I think like I knew how to write a joke, and Sonya came from an I acting background. Deliver. I thought she mm. was like a magician because I was writing <laughs> my jokes. I, I would put the comma in, and that's where I would breathe, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would recite my jokes at the audience uh-huh. the way I had written them. Come like, on, like yeah. Split, yeah. And she came in like emoting and like knowing where the but light is. But then it was harder like, to write fuck? jokes. Yeah. yeah, like I would tell too much detail, and did it like we had different. Like, I feel like it's about finding your strengths, using all the things. Yeah, but that's like on a broad totally that's that's like you can like hone that like mm-hmm. in any place and that's great but i feel like once you start to like do stuff like you have your own tv show basically like yeah you basically have to like like sonia like i'm sure you had to like learn how to like yeah. deliver something to camera or like know where to look or like right. know your angle and like know how to like know know about continuity or be you know it's like these little we were talking things. last night in yeah. an uber or a lyft sorry because <laughs> sonya doesn't believe in uber's corporate policies right. and no, I, I mean i don't think, think any of us here do we shouldn't i just i don't you know i'm broke so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a lift i'm a lift bitch yeah lift we were talking about like back in 2012 like i think i was trying to be grateful because i was drunk like imagine in 2012 if we were to see ourselves now in yeah, new yeah, york yeah, city yeah, talking yeah, yeah. to john millennial like but yeah, it yeah, is yeah. Like, no i but do that a lot it's, it's nice right it's so nice. also the other side of that, the negative side of it was, did you think that when we decided to like go on stage and like tell our little jokes that we'd have to be thinking about all the rest of this shit too? Yeah. Like right. all, all this side My, stuff. That's the thing about this, New York. Yes. Career yeah. stuff. Like, you get here and you're like, what? oh shit, there's so much more outside of performing. <laughs> it's full time. Yeah, yeah. Like managers, agents, people in industry things. And would you do this? And like, ugh. 
it's full time and also now I love now, it though, yeah. I do too I actually in, and try to embrace every part of it like even the social media aspect of like branding right. yourself and <laughs> appearing mm-hmm. to be like and so it almost like makes you cut yourself some slack for like doing that whole thing of like yes yeah, social media is a projection but also I we need to do it because it's part sure. of our career yeah, yeah. no yeah. shame you have Sorry. to be appealing <laughs> right. yeah. um, and so but something that I mean I actually think the biggest part of it and especially now that I'm we're all at a certain point it's like when you meet with people, you have to be personable and like, mm-hmm. like to me, it's like actually a lot of this career is being able to have conversations and mm. like audition in a room as yourself. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a general, right? Like yes, they exactly. tell you like, oh, we're just going to sit here and talk. But it's like you're trying to make sure no. I'm not a psycho. Those are the most important yeah. And that I could be, yeah, a person who could be around you. I hated them so much. But well, now yeah. I can, I can, I do, now fun. I think it teaches you how to talk too. Like <laughs> yeah. in an interview situation or whatever, like just to be like, bring, 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 hit and t- it's slip in some pressure. About They're you. new to me and I'm having a great time. Like I didn't <laughs> yeah. know. I was God like, I, who wants to talk to me? Oh my <laughs> God. I'm like, how do they know I exist? Tell me more. What do you like about my? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh wow, this is great. Wait, have you been in one where they didn't really know who you were? Not yet. Like I I've only been on like, like five, and I'm like, are you guys quoting my jokes? Like, tell me more. And then I yeah, finally want you best. to say shit back. So I have to like work on that part. Like you gotta like pitch stuff. <laughs> I was I was going in unprepared before I had like management or any like yeah or any representation whatsoever. I was just like fielding random emails like yeah. show up at this building for yeah. this network, yeah. and I'm like. <laughs> Tell this person your name. Yeah, yeah, I was so excited. Now I'm like, yeah. no, these are important meetings that should be leading <laughs> yeah. to opportunities yeah, and not yeah, just yeah. compliment sessions yeah, yeah, for you. Yeah. So we, we, business, you know? We did a yes. bunch together, like yeah. when we were out in LA. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? in the year. Yeah, yeah, we had a script. That's it was, just, it was yes. scripted, honey. It yes. was like, Y'all are we, so would, ready. <laughs> we would be telling the, they were like, so how'd you guys meet? And that was like, cue to start the routine. Yes. We had a set. You we have to do it like that in order to get it in. The learning curve. The learning curve. And then I used to have like, I had bullet points for my story uh-huh. and then I had uh, I had jokes I was slipped in gotta mm-hmm. tell if you're an immigrant yes. gotta tell a joke about your mama yes. she's not into it yep. and then I would do the second part where I was filtering things I like but yeah mm-hmm. before yeah. that I would just be like shit I didn't tell them this I didn't tell them that they are shows you're yeah, performing, shows. Yeah. You're performing. performing. so yeah. I, whenever that. I have like a bunch of meetings in a day I'm like that's three or four shows and yes. then you know that night you have two uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's like it, it's I, those, that makes me enjoy it like I, I started like enjoying it once I thought that because I was like uh-huh. okay can I say Before something I crazy like, about this though as yeah. much as I'm thinking about my career here and I think we were just talking about this too like I'm glad that we've been so like it's, it's, you feel disconnected with your friends here but I feel mm-hmm. like we've had shows together recently yeah. and we're doing this which is great because we're talking about a lot of the same shit even though I feel like my career is more focused here I also feel for some reason like this is the first time we've actually like chilled out and thought about our personal lives yeah. like living in like a mm. career oh, life yeah. in Chicago Balance. you just feel like yeah work, we were just work, like work, work, comedy is everything comedy da, 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 da. Yeah. I, yeah. I would tell them like me and my ex we'd be like comedy first and you know that like da, 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 yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah yep. it just there was nothing also, else there was no time we were very young yeah and now and we're now, tired yeah, and and now now it's also tired. Can imagine like we would be in Chicago like here my god like mics are harder in mm-hmm. the fact that like it's only comedians or people uh, comedians, it's not, comedians and but it's in Chicago there's people audience, but it's yeah. so much longer so we would sit for like five hours six mm-hmm. hours to do four fucking minutes yeah crazy and now that's and crazy that, yeah. but think about like we were just you did the thing with Taraji and all the things they yeah. must have seen but they must have come up together like yeah. all yeah. the things yeah. we complain saying, about yeah. you're just like now, wow thank you think about who we were at those tables with and what yeah, they're doing yeah, now yeah, like that's yes. what I, like that shit sucked but like Jabuki, Jabuki is a real life celebrity right now Bro, like, he sold out all of his shows five shows in a row five shows of Carol 
airlines, two hundred people seating per, capacity. Yeah. I googled it. Yes, no, I knew he was no doing. Joke. Yeah, Couldn't and he was sitting it. there doing his five hours too. So I'm like, well, that shit sucks. Like. But Everybody, you take, you take we know so many people who like were at those little awful tables awful with tables. us in that little weird <laughs> bar. Uh, yeah. It's what you and do, it's, and it, and they're winning right now. And I'm like, hell yeah! Like That's we great. served our little time. Here's what, one one thing I think that I was literally just thinking about this the other day. It's like sometimes people ask me what my interests are, and I'll be <laughs> like, well, I do comedy right and then it's like it's yeah. so interesting because in order to do good comedy you must you to, be speaking you must about your interests yeah. and talking about your life so it's like it is that thing of like when you wake up every day and it's about this but you have nothing else to compound right. that it, yeah that's so, not yeah, it. it it is important to be out there and like yeah you know experiencing you know dating and like that there's a reason why these things get discussed yeah. ad nauseum yeah. in yeah. comedy is because I, yeah. we only make room for the things that are essential <laughs> and so that's healthy. why when yeah. someone mm-hmm. comes in and they have a real take on something that's a new experience mm-hmm. that's why we all snap our necks in our like, direction wow, because it's that? like wow how did you have time to have that interesting <laughs> yeah. thing happen yeah you? yeah yeah I also think it's like when you make this the most important thing in your life mm. and there is nothing else it's like if you get rejected from like a festival or a show or mm-hmm. whatever it feels like so much bigger when you have nothing else that makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. I think we like, chilled I out on a lot of things. That's why when I got here, I realized like I can't just have comedy be the only like the only thing that makes mm-hmm. me happy because when I wasn't doing well, mm-hmm. it was like, what the fuck else am I doing? And, and here also, there's real stakes. Yes, legit when you get those things, yeah. you get them and then they're over. Oh yeah. Yes. So for example, like with like JFL, mm-hmm. I went two years ago mm-hmm. and now it's it's over. It's this thing that I, I crossed off my, yeah. off my list and it's yeah. like, that have been what sitting I, there for years. For years. Years. And so now it's like, wait, what are my goals now? Right. It's like you, know you keep I mean? moving. If you have the certain mentality that I think we used to have more, and we still do, like we're still yeah. ambitious people, but yeah. I'm happy for the balance because it used to be like, never being happy or never being satisfied because you're always moving your own goalposts back yes. and back right. and back. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you get that thing that we we would complain about Within not doing hour. shows. Yeah. Yeah, we do the show, the show be yeah. good and then be like, okay, so what's next? Like, wow, what I'm am trash. I upset about not having now? Yeah, like, exactly. it's really yeah. You pull up your phone and your friend is like, hey, I'm opening for you. Like, bitch, I'm not doing anything in my life. <laughs> and it, that's, yeah. his, I don't feel like that anymore. Like, we were no. 25 or some shit. Like, I'm, just like I'm a, a different, grown ass person. Also, yeah, like, I don't have time for it anymore. Yeah. You just yeah. sort of like get to a place where you can like on like yeah like comedy you also i think one thing too is like we all kind of believe like i have to if i don't do this i will never get out of this thing Mm -hmm. and then you get to a point where you're like I can have a balanced life. Like I can be happy. I can be and it benefits the work. And not yeah. And yeah, we're have, both happy it's right so now. So much better. Yeah. The times now when I when I'm at peace. Yeah, I had a really good first week of January. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was really right. like, my brain was clicking. Well, I'm off now, but I'm gonna be yeah. back. Yeah. But I felt like it was like the first time where I was like, oh, like yeah. I don't have to really be obsessively with this. I took sure. some like I just didn't do sets for a while because I was home. Oh, my parents. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's one. I think like it's either if if you're not living an active life, right. then you better hope to God that there's some good shit happening yeah. in not and quote unquote good shit like yeah. uh, mineable shit that's going on yeah. in the pop culture yeah. lexicon yeah. or in politics or something like that. And so it, it's so funny because like. But I also don't apply that to now because people talk about the fucking nightmare we're living in right now. Yeah. And then they say this shit like, well, it's good for comedy. And it's like, no, mm, I'd not rather worth this it. not yeah, be yeah, a yeah, thing. Not exactly. worth it. So, so it's like, so <laughs> that's why lately I've been trying to live my life. Yeah. Because like, I actually use my own life for basis of yeah. things because I am not talking about the hellscape no, that is. No, yeah, no, no, Topical. No. People who have to do topical comedy right now, like, wow. Like, I mean, um, you know, in the for the show, like yeah, after yeah, the party, it was, it was a drain. Like that seemed like, exhausting. Couldn't do Trump. It was so exhausting. Like, what 
what can we talk wow. about today and make it yeah. fun? Oh, well, sometimes there was no fun stuff to talk about. Right. We'll, talk, we'll talk about law and order hate yeah. crime. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. Like, I was manufacturing opinions yeah. at some point. I was like, yeah. do I care about Cynthia <laughs> Nixon's like, bagel or am I going to have to come up from my knees Honestly, with this opinion? Like, where yeah. is this opinion yes. coming from? That's what's, hard about, it. Yeah, yeah. that's what's hard about the talk show format is you're often, like, I primarily do jokes about, like, myself and things yeah, like right, that. But, like, right, so it's right. like it was hard to, like, shift and care it was fun about, though it was, it was so fun, it was fun. but Exercise. it's just like a different i think if you i wouldn't want to always do that like i wouldn't want to be full-time talk show host even though I, some of my favorites like conan and like yeah that's totally. incredible i just think it takes a type of person that's fine being in that like constantly reading up on the horrible shit he's doing yeah. right to figure out how to make it funny and that's what my question was earlier where it was like did you ever think that you would have to pick up all these crazy random fucking skills where it's like i have to oh, learn how yes. to like transition into the a next question in my yes. ear where she's telling mm-hmm. me things and i'm trying to like listen at the same time it was it was such a learning experience yeah. like and yeah. i felt like I honestly didn't know the scale of that. Right. Julie Miller, who Julie created Miller, the show, shout out to her from uh and she was when we we shot the pilot. Yes. It was me, her. Yes. Uh three people for the panel. Me. And like, I, I was there at the pilot. Yes, you were yeah. there you and were. two other people. Uh-huh. Uh and it was what, what was that? Ten people who were there it for like, production? It yeah, was so wasn't small. more than a dozen. It yeah, was truly it was like so a small, small operation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when we sell it Facebook buys it I'm like oh okay well still Facebook so probably a little bigger but then I got there and it would be like 40 people on three from four yeah. 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 it was like, a production yeah. Yeah. I couldn't it was like I so it was like getting used to that like it was very yeah and then yeah. you are the host of that yeah. and it is and you know that moment of I remember looking at you and we'd be on the panel and like I was like god I wonder if it ever gets like comfortable to do that because you were amazing but oh, it is this thing you. of like you, you they were literally in your ear and yeah. I'm like oh my god wow that's like crazy I like out like, like a robot because I'm trying to listen by also pretending <laughs> right. to look at you and and I, I, I remember <laughs> that I remember it happening I was like not only does she have to negotiate a relationship with us on the panel she's yeah. also got to be on this like yeah. uh, copy which is yeah. on the screen yes. and also yes. be taking suggestions and notes from yes. EP in her ear and also with the added thing of potentially there was a celebrity like Regina fucking I could yeah. when she there. came I was so ancient I mean, the ones actually most of the time when they had celebrity guests I really was like, oh, I'm not so comfortable cool. with it. Me neither. Because I just was yeah. like, what if I ask her? Because there was one weird moment with me and Regina King. Was there? I remember it. I'm what sure no that? one thought about it for a, oh, wait. a second. Tell, say what you're thinking. When I said, so you've been in a lot of black classics. And I was tr- going on to list something that. else and talk about how she's also branched out. But she thought, I think she thought I was trying to pigeonhole her for a second. And she's like, and I've been in a lot of was, classics. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was nothing. Like, it was, it nothing. was to her, it was, it was nothing. Not but yeah. me, I was like, yeah. Oh no no no! And then no, no. Santi Gold was on a episode. Oh, right. It was all black women. I don't know. I yeah, didn't put that directive out there. I was Tierra so Wack. gagged to meet Tierra. Tierra Wack. was so nice. So and she's popping so hard right now. I'm so happy. The for first her. day I was there, it was not my episode, but she had been on the episode before me. Was my queen Regina, Regina Hall? Hall. Yeah. Oh she, my was, God. she was so nice. And that was for support the girls, so right? Nice. Support yeah. The girls. Which yeah. she the then girls. ended up racking up awards for too yeah. at the end of the year. And everyone, yeah. it's like everyone's favorite movie. Yeah, you guys have like good taste, good pressure taste. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. for nothing, but you don't get better than Regina Hall. Mm. I mean, like, mm. like she... not a poor insight. Like she is. <laughs> oh, she's beautiful. Stunning. Hasn't yeah. aged. Hasn't aged. And so nice. So yeah, genuinely. Yeah. Everybody, honestly, every guest that came on, even like Lala, who had like a tired day, like yeah. 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 
Lala. We, we were there, we were there too, but Lala yeah. and I was on that episode. Oh my god, we were yeah. there. Lala. Lala, by the end of it, was like, remember she this was like, so good. She was like, thank you so much. She was like, I thought, she was like, I was dreading this day, but like, you guys like really made yes. it fun. Yeah. I feel like I everybody was present. Like, Lala, everybody. Thank you so much. Oh my god. I feel like the level of production you guys put on also set a tone for like the amount of effort the guests yeah. were going to put in. So, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It was we, like, you showed up, yeah. it's nice. Let's just try, everybody. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. That was like my first like, real big thing like that and it was like so nice that everybody who worked on their own like everyone from like Bethany Towns who did makeup and like yeah. me and wardrobe, like oh everybody cared about doing a good job and brought such positive energy I mm-hmm. was very I felt close to Hillary everyone, Hillary and uh-huh. hair and also everyone and makeup I yes. was like yeah. I live for everyone here and yeah. shout out to Sashi and Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, um, every, the whole thing was great and I, also what I was thinking before was like you have to do all that stuff and then also know that there's 40 people watching the screen so it's <laughs> like when you stumble over a word you're like Ugh, you have to just like focus on the fact that yeah, like, you have go, to say it again you know what I mean but that is hard and I was straight towards the end I was like yeah, yeah like, I can yeah. tell when you, you were awkward, but you day. turned it on so fast. And Bowen was yeah. talking about the skills that you pick up yes. over the way. No one saw you this whole time. From the time back 2014, 13, the skills that you pick up, like doing stuff like hosting calls on nights yeah. where shit yeah. is bad, having to be on, having yes. to like respond yeah, when you're tired. to you, you, you. Yeah, do yeah, you yeah. want to drink? Plus, here's my joke. Here's the next comic. Let's think <laughs> yeah. about this. Like all those cylinders are firing once yeah. you get the get, once you secure the bag. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All like, that work oh, you do along God. the way is like how you secured the bag yeah. in 2018. Like, yeah, it's, totally. it's literally no, like the journey. So. Yeah, that was a cool show. I remember when we auditioned for you for it. I was like, I think oh, that yeah. would be good on. I think that we'd be good on it. And I was pretty yeah. Pumped no, we, we were like, like yeah. we are. I was already like, they're gonna do it. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Was that was a journey too behind the scenes because from the pilot to getting picked up, so much. Like honestly, I loved it, but towards the and I was like, I have to, like, I was, it was just so much. The thing, too, is, like, I had to get used to is people writing for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I can't be in everything and look at every line. But it right. was, like, mm-hmm. it, it really helped me, like, understand how I would, like, work in my future projects. Right. Like, totally. things I create. But also, like, how to be co- truly collaborative. Because I feel like as yes. stand-ups, like, we decide what we're going to tell. Yes. We decide how we're going to tell it. Like, you tell us how much time and where. It's very that's insular it. the way that we write. Yeah. yeah. And then working with someone else and, like, not being like, that's not the type of joke I would make. And just being like, you know what? Like, how can we come together make, and actually, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the biggest challenge. But it yeah. was, I'm so grateful for that totally. experience. It was fun. It was so great. We need to talk about you, Rebecca. Hey. Oh, Can we talk you? about this? I don't know. You opening for Two Dope Queens every oh, single night. So that was so good. That so fun. So I, I, fun. By the time this comes out, it'll be like out, out, out. Yeah. But like you were there all five nights. Yeah. yeah. You did? Yeah. You oh my God. God. She, Fierce. She, that guy's a great host. Rebecca. Well, be- thank you, sweetheart. That's why I'm saying we were in the trenches together yeah. learning how to do this shit. Yeah, I better yeah, be getting yeah. for some money for it in 2019. <laughs> I mean, this was like yeah. 3,000 people in the King Theater. It was incredible. Insane. Insane space. Becca was holding it down as the warm-up comic, the warm-up act, like, was, like, just set up that room so, so fucking well. I will say, we were just talking about productions and what good energy they have and how that sets the tone for everything. Honestly, being at King's Theater, watching two beautiful black women run that shit, Uh be in charge of that shit, book that shit, because I can't say who the guests are, but the people they pulled out who were honored to be Mm -hmm. there to see Phoebe and Jessica, like, two Mm -hmm. black girls in our age group, I'm like, oh, What could go wrong? Like literally, Incredible. all these people Truly. paid tickets to see. I felt so great doing it. Like I met Phoebe 
at a, a festival that no longer exists and, uh, <laughs> called Bridgetown in 2013. And oh, like, Bridgetown right, was the best. Yeah, remember Portland? Portland, yes, Portland doesn't Portland. exist anymore. Did Portland's you guys? Gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to be there on February 19th, so I hope it's there. <laughs> oh, well, it'll come back for you. Yeah. They would never, Portland would never cancel it before you came Phoebe through. Phoebe is. I don't know Jessica. Um, but I don't know her that well either. But Phoebe she's, is yeah. queen. Phoebe came yeah. on. Phoebe Phoebe came on Las Culturistas when it was still pretty early. Just a baby and, podcast. And we you know she's nobody. always been so supportive. And she will. She Phoebe is one that will send a text. Oh, you know what I yeah. mean? Like I like sh- she checks in. I wow. I she's really so nice. like. So she, nice. she sent yeah. me a text the other day that was just like yeah. thinking of you. I was like, what? Wow. The, why are you thinking yeah. of me? Right. I she's something she's on talking Instagram to Oprah. And she's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. She's like interviewing oh Michelle God. Obama. Yes. Like also remembering uh, her friends. Like yeah. what a queen. What a true what a, dub queen. Yet another selling book. Yeah. What a true dub queen. They're so good. Yeah. I really was happy to be a part of that. And like the lineups they have, like the comics that are booked. Yeah. Amazing. Everybody's looks were great. Like they had different themes every night. I was just also just happy to be hosting again. Cause like Mm -hmm. since I moved here, I've been doing like sets at every bar in Brooklyn. Like every bar every bar so many bars and I'm like I'm just happy to yeah. be hosting isn't that a different again. thing like, now yeah. there's like a whole new level like in Chicago it was like club bar shows like uh-huh. that is it and, and like it now here? you realize well here there's like you could do a Comedy Central showcase sure, you sure, 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 sure. actually yeah. open for someone on a weekend that's not like whoa Zanies totally <laughs> no, totally Zanies. the only opening gig <laughs> we love Zanies the, <laughs> I love Zanies yeah Zanies great that's where I did my TV show back home so love you guys Zanies <laughs> hey. Chicago and Rosemont check hey, them out if you're uh, listening please yeah. things are changing a ton here though I was just talking mm-hmm about mm-hmm. that like you know what it it's so crazy but like i came up through ucb mm-hmm. and so now just to to look from five years ago to now like it's, it's, just, it's, it's crazy it's ucb east is now closed yeah <laughs> and uh, by the time this episode comes out it will be closed this happened mm, very wow. quickly yeah ucb house kitchen is now the space um okay there, mm. and and uh you know it's an adjustment and I it's bet. just it just goes to show you like if you're out there doing it like you know Take it in because, like that mm. UCB Chelsea space, that was that was a very special, was a special space, space with a lot of with a lot of memories and a lot of moments. So, and you know, you're living in major cities where there's a lot of turnover, and it's hard to that. keep businesses open. Yeah. So, you know yeah. what? When if you go out there and like, I don't know, you know support. what I mean? Just like support, tell friends about the shows that you're doing, yeah. like because these spaces are not going to be there forever. Yes, mm-hmm. but I think what we're the four of us are doing now is like really taking a second to like check in and like do a thing about like our own careers which like for any for anyone listening and thinking that this is like so like masturbatory it's not because (laughs) it's like we're really just we don't take we don't take the time in our own lives to do this i think right to really actually think about where we are where we want to go, why, what led us to the places that we are. Yeah, now. I didn't yeah. even know we were going to have a career chat today, but you know, it's been very healthy. Well, no, I, yeah. well, I, well that's why I was literally saying, yeah. I was like, we got yeah. you guys in the moment of the glow. And here's well, the thing. Yeah. And, and last night, it's yeah. like, Oh yeah, we didn't even tell. Well, last night, like literally, fun. they they were on um, Jabuki's Caroline's show, yes. and Jibuki. John Mo- John Mulaney tweeted afterwards about Rebecca and Sonia and Pat and Jabuki and everyone that was on the show, and it's just like. First of all, it was a gag to see that, and that's the biggest stand-up that's working right now. Yep. Incredible. And to know all the names. Uh-huh. That's very cool. To, and to, to be find like, the Twitter handle. To find the handle. Yes. That was very wow. thoughtful, very nice. So he incredibly didn't have to, kind. I'm so glad he did. And so that's yeah. why so like, I, I, was, I was like gagged that we were having you guys here today because like that is like pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And I'm so, very happy about and, all of and that. And we were just talking about what a nice, nice guy he so is. Nice. Yeah. So nice. It's not always like that when you meet no. people that are super successful, but in that He's situation, it is, it is 
It is great. We should ask the question. We should mm-hmm. ask the question. Because we, we always ask a question of all of our guests, and we've kind of danced around it because we did talk origins, but <laughs> on Las Culturistas, and I do know how to say the name of my own <laughs> podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> despite many people not. Sure. My own father goes, is Las Costa Ricas um, <laughs> uh, recalling this week? So I was like, close. oh my God. Recalling this week? Uh, recalling? Uh, are they recording? Recalling? Um, recalling. Um, Isn't it funny parents talk about recalling? Oh my God, it's so interesting. <laughs> Um, and I was like, you know, dad, it's not hard to say it's the word culture and then Easter. So he's like, <laughs> I'll get it. Um, but we, uh, on this show, we ask every guest, what was the culture that made you say culture was for me? The mm-hmm. defining pop culture in your life as you were growing up that you can look back now as the adult you are and say, hmm, that was really kind of like important, whether it be a movie, a yeah. musical artist, a television show, a, a place you grew up. Like what was, what was it? Let's go to Rebecca first. Well, we've talked about kind comedy this whole time so i hate that mine is comedy on no, top of it, it. But, but that's who you are well this is i do feel like it's 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 a defining thing like i grew up religious like we mm. were in church all the time i was not allowed to watch comic view on bet like ever uh, ever uh-huh. but i snuck and watched it every Classic. single night yeah, every night love this. every Classic. and i never thought i wanted to be a comedian until i was in my mid-20s but really thinking wow. back they, well i was a, like i wrote about comedy i was like you were a journalist yeah, yeah, you were yeah. Journalist. for like different places so yeah. i knew i loved comedy but I never thought I was going to perform. Yeah. But yeah. thinking back, I'm like, you dumb it bitch, was you were doing there. this the whole time. Yeah, yeah. literally. So mm-hmm. probably like sneaking and watch that and just uh, quoting jokes all the time and looking back. My mom <laughs> reminded me of this recently. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You clocked me like literally <laughs> at age 10. So who were the comics that were being featured there that you remember? Um, Definitely Dion Cole. He's like yeah. a Chicago legend, I guess. He's on Blackish now. Um, I do remember seeing... Uh, Leslie, what's her uh, from SNL? Leslie actually, Jones. Yeah. Leslie Jones uh, do bits about like being a black woman and like wanting to fuck and being aggressive. And I'm uh-huh. like ten years old, like hell yeah, like <laughs> not even knowing what exactly she meant by any Those of that. Those people but, yeah. though that yeah. really resonate with you, even if you haven't experienced it, like at ten years old, I feel they, like you I do knew. Connect. Yeah, they, 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 there's you something do. about it. And yeah. I really do. thought like this was like some of the jokes. So I'm like, this is what it must be like to be an adult, like that type of stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Also, I very like warped ideas about what was going on on comic view like they had a setup where there was a bar on stage right. there were girls on stage uh-huh. there was a, like a back and forth Miss volleying blah, blah, blah. riffing with the hosts and the people mm-hmm, behind the bar mm-hmm. and there were like really beautiful women on stage every night and in my head who i wanted to grow up to be were the women who were like beautiful <laughs> enough to sit on the stage on comic view wow. and here's the thing it was always the same women and having a show in chicago i had like a tv show for a few weeks i'm uh-huh. realizing like they shot all those episodes on the same day and just changed the girls' shirts and moved them oh, around. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. No, it's the same girls. Yeah, were, yeah it's, and all, all those comics got like $700 for doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody was famous after Comic View. But, yeah. like, looking back on that, I'm like, yeah, this was a defining thing. So, Comic View, sneaking to watch it, yeah. <laughs> that's a great answer. because, And that's also another thing where it's like, it's just a container for just pe- different people to come th- flying through, right? Literally, it's, yeah. Because you, you wouldn't... W- only ever rarely see the same person multiple times. They had like right? regulars. Like as far okay. as I remember the format, like they had a few different incarnations, different theme songs through different uh-huh, seasons. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. and it would evolve with like whoever was the poppinest urban, I sure, guess, black sure. comic at the time. But uh-huh. Yeah, they seemed like they were keeping relevant. I don't know. I wasn't really in the comedy scene at age 10, but I imagine that the bookers had pretty decent taste. Uh, and they definitely like had regulars, but I was getting to see from the south side of Chicago, not knowing anything about comedy, like the best that the yeah. black scene yeah. had to offer at the time, which turned out to be real influential, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Talk about your, your, your path from journalism oh, yeah, about okay. comedy into comedy. Like, what was yeah, that? Yeah, I was... 
like a so split cider's website that just got oh, yes. bought uh-huh. by a vulture, vulture so it doesn't exist anymore you were you were for split cider yeah i was oh, like cool. i found it the so i was a founding editor of like the humor section which oh. is like the shouts and murmurs type thing so i'd be like reading and fielding humor Wait, pieces yeah. and then publishing them yeah. so that was my job then then i write about like albums and stuff so i was uh-huh. doing that for gawker vanity fair to play a bunch of places and i started tweeting jokes because I already, I knew I wanted to do stand-up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you can't help and it. Yeah. You can't. And then I, I'm like, people that I've been interviewing are like liking my tweets. Maybe I'm funny. One day I went on stage and then I quit. My job is split started like three months later. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they were pretty mad because I didn't explain why. I was like, I do stand-up now. I need to come from behind <laughs> this curtain. I don't work anymore. Bye. So, yeah, that's how that happened. Wow. Pretty much. I am similar actually because I started the, before I knew anything. I, I was 18 years old and I like started writing for um, the the NYU newspaper. Mm-hmm. I would do film reviews and I would like interview this like celebrities <laughs> or whatever. And I realized like I don't want to be the person that interviews them. Yeah. I'd rather be them. It takes you a do, while. It, it takes a while. I, I identify with what you're saying because before you find, uh, in my opinion, what you want to do. I was doing a lot of different creative stuff like mm-hmm. writing. I thought I was gonna sing for a while. I can't sing. Like I, <laughs> it's not something I'm good at or should have been pursuing seriously. <laughs> but I wanted to do something. Yeah. I was also doing like event promotion for recording artists in Chicago for a while and like sneaker companies. So I'm like Just around like sundry shit. entertainment yeah. Yeah. You were trying a to catch a piece. Like yeah, yeah, I have like a lot of, a lot, a lot of sneakers. But that's because <laughs> when I was doing that type of promotion, I was underage and I allowed people to pay me in shoes instead oh, of money because oh, I was yeah, 19. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And all I have to show for those years in my life is like hella dead stock sneakers hella that I don't care about anymore. <laughs> like, I, I should have gotten money. Marie you know Kondo. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I should have gotten cash. But yeah. They were like, I thought giving I was cool. Something. I thought yeah. I was cool and I was like, I was hanging around like people like Chicago hip hop people like yeah. good music and hustle period like Kanye's old wow. management company wow. but I was getting taken advantage of though yeah, I was doing like no, sure. I was like doing party promotion for all these people and they're like here's some shoes little girl go away so <laughs> yeah it's like I feel like I was on the peripheries of performing all this time and I yeah. finally figured out what the fuck I wanted yeah, to do with yeah. comedy yeah. pretty much but it's interesting that you as soon as you were like I'm gonna do this stand up thing that you like had like you you ha- that precluded you from work from writing about it not really there was a conflict of interest that uh, i kept running into well, i was fielding pieces that not didn't always accept from people who were my stand-up superiors and it became an issue sometimes like that's i mean but that's actually like a really that's it was like, just a weird dynamic for a while for me to be an open micer telling people who sure. i think are funnier than me in person that we can't publish this piece like it was just weird for me and i knew instantly from like two weeks in the stand-up that i cared about that way more than yeah. anything i would have ever done on split side or like there was no comparison yeah. at all so easy choice yeah it takes a lot of <laughs> self-awareness or thought though to be like instant I, drug laughs like i would write humor yep, pieces and i'm incredible. like what do the people think about this we'll never know because uh-huh. i didn't leave any comments or nobody retweeted it <laughs> i told a joke on stage and i'm like these bitches love me yeah. <laughs> 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 and yeah, i never looked first back laughs, like, Ooh. Yeah. yeah never look back that's so interesting uh, instant drug instant mm-hmm. drug that's it um okay sonia what was the culture that made you say culturist for me so do you mean it like uh something that like made me feel like I want to do comedy or just something that just made like, me love, like it helped my life. Yes, your life. Okay. Yes, yes. This is really weird. What is it? Ish. It's not weird, but uh, <laughs> Tupac? Um, <laughs> Tupac, I grew good. up. I grew up like evangelical. Well, I didn't, I, okay, so my parents are uh, Rwandan. Yes. My mom is Rwandan, my dad's Haitian. And like moving to this country, I was like four or five and it was like, I just never felt like I fit in no. at all. Mm-hmm. They used to call us like all types of names, African booty scratchers, asked if we spoke African. Like, and this is like an all 
African American neighborhood, mm. but I think it's like so it flew like it like it seemed okay for them to like tack all these things. Yeah, and I think what it is is like in the '90s, like it's not like uh, what you call it, like Black Panther. There's no real representation of Africa that's like positive in right. any way. It's right. all negative, right. so it's like kind of like how poor white people some will be like racist because at least they're under us. And then I think was the some of the black people kids I grew up with they were seeing all these horrible things, the huts and this that a third sure, and spears sure. and shit mm -hmm. and it was like well at least we're not them we're not uncivilized yeah so it whatever. just was like that was the only exposure they had to africa and then i had an accent i still like listen to npr obsessively to try to lose my accent like i was just doing all these things wow. of trying to be because i was tiny yeah but and my parents never like so okay so then i was in elementary school i went to when middle school i went to like this private school evangelical mm -hmm. my parents are catholic but they kind of were like it's a good private school because like the neighborhood we lived in like wasn't great at the time. So uh, then there's no culture in any of those schools. Like, right. We didn't have theater. Yep. Uh, we didn't have like the literature we read was like left behind. Oh, like, God. <laughs> yes. I was literature. so scared of uh, what is it called? Being the rapture. rapture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so fucking long. Wow, uh, really? Yeah. God. And even like uh, they tell you about the Antichrist. Like I went to a hardcore one. We would sometimes yeah. have chapel for four hours instead of school. <sighs> Like oh she was awful. Wow. So anyway, when I'm going to the school, I'm not really like learning about anything. Like I hear the radio sometimes, but I remember like my cousin or someone had left the Tupac CD, and I don't remember which one it was because after that I just listened to every single one, and I, I could never in. go anywhere either because it's like I'm 15, whatever, and my friends are having parties, and my parents are like, "Well, we have to come, or we have to not yes, come, yes, sorry, yes. not come, but we have to know who's gonna be there. What adult is there? Yes, and you know, at yes. that age, like totally. kids are having. There's no chaperone parties, bro. Yeah, like, no. so I just would not go. And with immigrant parents, forget it. Forget it. Who is this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is Keisha? Uh -huh. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> so I couldn't go anywhere. I didn't have any friends. It was too weird. So like, yeah, I found that CD, and it just felt like it was when I like. I think I have that now too, where I like we were talking about like people being vulnerable. Yeah. Like it just felt like minus the times when he's talking about killing people. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, he went through a phase, but it was like. <laughs> personable lyrics and then I was kind of my gateway into other music like right. it was just like and then I was just sitting my on weekends never go anywhere I would uh -huh. just sit in my room listening to music and like I don't know it was just the first time where I was like oh art can help like yeah. art exists because my parents were like you're gonna be a lawyer a doctor uh -huh. or like my dad's like computer scientist something uh -huh. like that uh -huh. which I did uh but then I was like no I gotta get out of you there. did study that yeah, in college. Oh, my God. It Wait, was computer uh, science? Yeah. She was super rich, you guys. <laughs> she was, I wasn't super rich. I was like... She has a house. When I, gra <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, don't. When I graduated from college, yeah. uh, I worked as a, like a programmer in D.C. <gasps> and you can make so much money there and there because it's like such a specialized totally. thing. Mm -hmm. And there's like NIH and all these like government agencies. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's soul crushing. Like... Mm -hmm. I just was like, this isn't. I'm living my life for my. But parents. you worked. Yeah. You worked in... only like a few years, and then I started doing that's comedy, so and then I took off. I took off a month at a hiatus because I had a a, a a a panic attack in my boss's office because my uh, team lead or whatever uh -huh. she was pregnant, and I was being tapped to pick her, <sighs> and I could see like the fork in the road of like. Because this once you is, do that, you once you get in management position, you have no life. This it's is hours and hours and hours. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew it wasn't this. Yeah. And wow. I went in and I was gonna just be normal. And then I just my body was just like, I was like, oh. and he was so nice. Everyone was oh, good, so good. Even the people that I like worked with after I like quit, 
they would like come to my shows, like my own mm. stupid shows and like take me out to eat after and I didn't have any money anymore mm. and it was humiliating, but they would like pay for everything. I got they to go to take Hawaii. Her to Hawaii and no, shit. No, no, that like, was what? years ago. That was like oh. five years ago. I, I just keep telling this the is joke. still like <laughs> we talk about like Sonya's rich friends and that's from yeah. like her years of, as like a corporate. But they were so whatever. it was like people who were like, Wow, like it's so cool that you're doing this. It's insane. Like you're making so much money, you could easily do this forever and make yeah. your mom happy. And then they, everyone came through and was like, people were so nice. Like, taking me to Hawaii, I didn't pay for yeah. shit. Wow. I felt like an idiot, an asshole the whole time when I'd be like, no, can fucking I get a take the Hawaii trip. Tonic, I have $4 in my Chase account. Uh, but they were so, they never were weird about it. And it was always like, yo, we're so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I am fucking. Tupac. 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 Tupac led He was you. a complicated man. Yeah, he was. I didn't think he was dead for like a year. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was one of those kids were like, you, you, he's alive. And then I saw a cracked uh, article or yeah. not cracks one of the rotten you remember rotten, that website uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah and it yeah, showed yeah. his fucking autopsy yeah. oh yes wow. i don't know how i saw that i think someone sent it to me like he is dead Bro. oh my the, god the pictures that you, the, some, the pictures that you can see if you if you really look for it are fucking crazy awful no thank you like wait oh my god i think no Let's so imagine taking a picture of that like yeah wow yeah the only picture i saw is after tupac got shot he was flipping off the camera like anything uh, beyond that <laughs> i can't see that who one. shot you and he said fuck yeah 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 anything beyond that to the end and that is your energy you're very much like yeah Let's do that. I can see you flip. <laughs> I can see if somebody shot you, you flipping off the camera. Yeah. You're like, can I very get a gin small, and tonic? But very angry. If somebody shot you, though, I would I'd really try to kill yeah, them. Yeah, that would really. Hands. No, yeah. Becca can tell you how she could kill anyone in a given room. Well, She's very. No. No, 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 no. I just mean she looks at security. This is a positive. I'm not trying. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. She knows. She's very prepared. So, like, if you're away, like, if it's the apocalypse happened, I would it's just go to her house. Chess. Because yeah. I, if it was just up to me, I would lay down and die. But I Becca know. will be like, hey, we can't you, die. We need, we, yeah. need, we need, like, these survival instincts yes. now, I think, where I really do have Something to start thinking down. about how to, pr- just to no protect myself. No one is myself. inspecting the, the food because of the shutdown. Yes. Uh, so someone told me. I always, like, I can't believe as it. we I always eat joke, grapes like, yeah. from the earth, like, what? I always joke, like, if there's ever, like, a zombie apocalypse i'm gonna be the person that's like in the in the group that's that's like we have to go now come on and i'm gonna be like okay wait let me charge my phone <laughs> let me just get to an outlet we can't go can we wait 15 minutes no, no. bitch there's a zombie outside five minutes into the apocalypse but i'm, like 6%. I'm cooking pigeons like yeah. i'm ready no, i'm gonna be with you then like, because yeah. like, where's my weed oh yeah. no oh no, no. honestly uh, all truly, you give up. truly, if anything, ha- if any bird box happens, <laughs> have you seen it? I, no, I, I, I saw it. I saw you saw it. Is it worth seeing? Just understand. It's a good movie. Shit? It's the best. It's the one of the best Netflix movies I've ever seen. Uh, that's not saying anything. Uh, it's a qualification. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. The hype, no, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've seen some good ones. They got some cute rom coms out right now. Rom coms yeah. back. Yeah. So, yeah. Did anyone watch my back. film, The After Party? No. Um, on Netflix? Is it the one about the rapper? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called the after party, and yeah, then you did yeah. your show after. I was after, so funny after, because after. I, was, oh I did after party and after after party at the same <laughs> yes. time. So my resume looked like after crazy. First you went to after party, and then you yeah. went to after after party. It, it, was, it was funny though That's because cute. I saw my updated resume, and I'm like, that looks yeah, like I did a, see that. That looks like a copying thing. It's <laughs> a guy who was trying to get a record deal, right? Yeah, yeah. It was funny. Yeah, I was in it for 
two scenes and point oh my two God. seconds. But, I am, in, but I am in the trailer. You're in the trailer, mm-hmm. and that's what counts. Bitch, that's, that's you the know biggest. what I love? We I'll be something. watching stuff, and then I'll be like, oh my God, that's a comedian. Like, yeah, who doesn't yeah, yeah. love Is that? that like, I annoy my family so much because I'll be at home like, hey, I know him. Like, yeah. watching like a, a Chase commercial. Or They're like, yeah. okay. You know who books? We gotta... Evan Williams. Okay. Oh, yeah. He is out there booking. He was on The Americans. Right, wow. right, like, right. He, like, I feel like he books TV stuff. Booked him busy. Like, got a movie star what a, what a face. Blessing. He does have a movie star face. Um, which I, always helps. I think it's, <laughs> I'm, I was going to say, I'm fucking obsessed with these these career change stories. Like, they're my favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah. I didn't quite experience that. Yeah, because you guys level. started in college. Well, we started in college, but yeah. I, like, I was, like, I was, like, applying to med school until oh, yeah. August after. Well, how my, did your parents... It was actually you were gonna be a fucking doctor. Yeah, and it was actually it was a slow. It was this weird. They didn't like. It wasn't like they they had the wrath of God on them. Like within like like in the moment that I told them I wasn't gonna do it, I was like mm-hmm. I was telling them I was thinking about not going to med school, and they were like, "Wow, okay." Mm. And it was just this like slow creep of guilt. Yes, that, like guilt. poisoned everything slowly. Ooh. It wasn't a big cataclysmic thing. Mm. So that was like that was their reaction. And now it's like over the years, it's it's been about like going about the process of detoxifying that. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. I mean, they gotta be happy now, right? Like they're they gotta happy be now. like, oh, this they're is great. Tonight. Well, but they're, 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 they can right? understand yeah. like. Because, well, for them, it's like they understand that their yeah. colleagues and coworkers are coming up to them being like, aren't you so proud? Oh, my God. So, wait, so what, 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 is that? Yes. That. what is this? You talk about this. No, because, okay, so I did a show with fucking City uh, in um, D.C. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was at this theater. Yeah, you are. <laughs> we got, there's, there's great drama not eating grapes oh, does, in the microphone. She doesn't want to chew on a grape in the microphone, yeah. Okay, you're very, you're so, what, whatever. So considerate. Uh, what a skill that you have to learn, anyway. skill. But my parents, same thing as you, where it was, did you feel like, I felt like I was like letting down generations of people. Yes, I was like, yeah. my, my yeah. dad was constantly like, you come from such a generation yes. of nomads and farmers and all these people who suffered and like blah, blah, blah like whatever. Like yes. the sacrifices we've made. My mom yes. was always like, you're my second child. If I had stayed in China, you wouldn't have been born. All this oh, stuff like God. existentially, it's like so fucked up. I'm like, yeah, and I my- need to honor all the sacrifice. <laughs> and our American friends are like, I want to be a juggler. And their parents are like, do what you want to do with your <laughs> juggler. Juggler. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, my parents, same thing where it was like, they never, I don't have that type of relationship. Like my Rwanda's and my dad is like much mellow Haitian but like he wouldn't they would never be like you're a failure how dare you but it was like that feeling like it was that guilt of like my mom's like, so how's this little comedy thing yeah, going? And it yeah, was like yeah. the, the or like she, they thought I had a quarter life crisis. I got like carjacked mm. in 2010. Oh God. It's a whole thing. But she thought that that had precipitated. Like oh, I was like, like some sort of life and yeah, death type yeah. thing. But it was like, I was already taking acting classes. Like stop it. You know what I mean? Like on the side during my job. But it was like, I think for her, the first time when I, my, my mom, yeah. specifically, because my mom moved to this country when she was like in her late 20s. Okay. So like most of her, a lot of Western culture, she gets it because sure, she's very sure. savvy, but she doesn't. Like anything yeah. young. She came young. at that time where it was like, she there was a divide between like exactly. her upbringing versus what she was assimilating right. to. Right, yeah. exactly. So uh, I did that show and a lot of the people that come to the Woolly Mammoth Theater in DC are like, uh-huh. you know, like, affluent NPR type crowd. Yeah, it's and a then nice theater. Like, yeah, yeah, and then there's like young people. Yeah. So uh, I did a show. They came. I did, like I mentioned that they were in the crowd and I made some joke, da-da-da. Fast forward, after the show, my parents are like, oh, good, good. Like my dad is new, understood more of the references. So he's like, that was good. Sure. My mom is being supportive by default. She still doesn't get this shit though. Sure, so sure. it's like very... <laughs> And then these this group of white people, and they all look like they have mortgages, mm-hmm. and they're like they were all like, if it was people our age, she would have been like, please. But it was people 
that were in their like 40s, 50s, uh-huh. late 40s, 50s, who were like, hey, is this your daughter? She's so funny. I, is this, she, did you know she was this funny? And uh-huh. my mom is really like, what the? F-? Like her face yeah. was like, wow. Yeah. I, Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that was the first time where they saw it like, wait a minute, there's a theater, here's a pamphlet. And then the more stuff you do, I think for them, it's a big thing is I can afford, I pay my own bills. There you, know you go. I mean? Yeah. The, for the very least, I'm not going to die on the street full. What this, this? Like, my mom totally. does not understand what stand up is. Period. <laughs> she it's tries to explain so it. She's like, funny. I told my friend you on the if Facebook <laughs> posting. I don't, she doesn't. Oh, under, God, forget yeah. it. Like a, yeah. like a streaming show. Like, yeah. Have you ever tried to explain, like, they're like, so what's going on? And you try to explain a job you got. Yeah. Like, 100%. I'm like, what is the, why am I even talking? I was like, <sighs> I'll be like, I'm shooting sponsored content <laughs> in Montreal. And they'll be like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm doing a voiceover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Uh, part, of me, part of me kind of like <laughs> wishes my parents didn't understand it so well. Yeah. Because then uh, I had Expectations, like yeah. you know what I mean. It's like this thing they, of like my dad loves stand up. Okay, he yeah. has a lot of very particular ideas about how uh, this works. I'm like, pitch you jokes. know nothing. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, also like when you come from, um, it's a little bit of a strange thing to come from Long Island, where mm. everyone has this idea of like, oh, he moved to the city, and of course this is going to happen when he goes to comedy, and then mm. like all your close friends book SNL, but you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, so you're struggling. Aww. It's like they don't get that, like, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that thing of like, oh. they have such an understanding yeah. of like what it is, and it's like that, so. it, and it would be so meaningful. Well, for them. you know what? It's yeah. an understanding, but it's also a limited, uh, limited understanding of like they know the big things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like I, I used to get all the time like, you know what? You should audition for Saturday Night Live. I get that it's so like, often. Yeah, Why sure. Why don't you want Saturday Night? Yeah. You know yeah, what? Yeah. Let me call up my agent. Exactly. Right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So part of me is like of course i like and i am very lucky because my parents i will say this they have never once suggested i do something else and they've never oh, even asked nice. me what my backup plan would be wow not that's not great. one time so, and i think i'm in the vast minority of that happening yeah but yeah. like there are times when i'm like <laughs> of course i'm like any human being that wants to like pr- make them proud yeah but so it's like yeah. in the struggle like in my mid-20s when it was like i was still doing shows for only free yeah. and like still on- <laughs> still quote-unquote making an investment in my career which meant only paying to do the shit i was doing Ooh, yes like i'll shade them when i was performing at the pit like and you were paying oh, for the yeah. tech you know what That's i mean like at the pit yes um you know they're being taken advantage of their all the performers but um <laughs> i feel fine saying that sure, yeah. sure um but you know it's like it's they when they were sticking with me through even that it's yeah. kind of just like that's nice okay so like, that's it's, really it's nice. good but also there's that thing of like you don't want to disappoint them when they've been yeah. riding with you yeah. like no. through the whole it'll, thing it just means it'll feel so good when it's fine like first of all i, f- I feel like you You've you've acquired so much, but also and like they see that they see how like they saw you on the Tonight Show. They right. they came mm-hmm. to the fucking taping and like yeah. incredible. Like no, they, they come to shit. Like, like my, my parents, they've, they've yeah. seen it. They've seen it in action. They see you in that moment in your element, and they like they are one hundred percent so proud. Yeah. It just means that once like a great thing happens, it'll yeah. just feel so good. Mm-hmm. It's it feels nice to like. Because all throughout my twenties, I couldn't fucking get them nice gifts. Like oh, now, yeah. like, I, have, I have any yeah. money at all. So like, like I got, like I got tickets for my dad and my mom to see Hamilton. Oh, that's and great. I was like, ah, I'm so happy you I get that. to do you this. Like, because yes. I'm being useless yeah. all through yes. my twenties. You know what I mean? Yes. Too real. Too real. Yeah. Like, hey, can I get a uh, three fifteen? 
Yeah. You know, like, uh. But your dad loves stand-up? Like, like, what, like what's that thing? Like, like how well, does he, that play out? Well, I think everybody was shocked when I started doing stand-up just because it was never a thing that <laughs> it I came out ever of nowhere. expressed yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, they never were not supportive, though. They were just yeah. confused, yeah. very confused. Yeah, They're like, sure. oh, okay, well... Go do that. But (laughs) my parents are very supportive. Like if anything ever happens, like they post it on their Facebooks, like they're really supportive. But I know like if I ever were to make it, like my dad would put out like an album instantly. Like you'd have like an R&B career or some (laughs) shit like that. Like that's the time. Your dad would be like Drake's dad. He'd be like Drake's dad, 100%. Like trying to like also wanting to be famous. So like that's the type of energy. I'm like, they're very supportive. But like I have a feeling like my dad would try to like, become a part of the show like somehow so incredible yeah it's good shit though it's fun he's my family's funny so uh <laughs> incredible. i just yeah my mom's really supportive too like she's a nice she's, she's great yeah she's sweet they uh they they just were really confused like okay you're doing this uh-huh, like uh-huh, you because uh-huh. i i like hobby jumped a lot before i sure. did this so i think they're mostly happy that i stuck with anything for any mm. amount of time and they're like god bless like if that's what you're Amen. gonna do Focus on that and we'll yeah. see how it goes. So. And to them, that's the most meaningful thing. They're yeah. like, she's sticking with it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> or, no, not, or not fine, but like, great. You know, it's yeah. like, that's all they want. Well, yeah. guess what? Melanie tweeted. Yeah. So it. it's good. And, we there, did it. and there's a breakout series show on February yes. 19th. February 19th. Rebecca. And we're in New Orleans. Nolan. Sonia Denise, the 21st edibles. to the 23rd. Come give edibles. <laughs> Come. Um, but it's time for I Don't Think So, Honey. It's time. Yeah. So I Don't Think So, Honey is that segment we have where we take one minute to rail against something in pop culture that we are hating right now. Mm-hmm. Um, our live shows. Uh, we are going to be on tour. You can get tickets online. We're going to be in Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, San Francisco, Philly, Boston, D.C., Houston, Austin, and Dallas, honey. And, Port- and Brooklyn. Dallas. And Brooklyn. And Portland is coming back just for us. Oh, yeah. Portland's going to res- be resurrected just for us. Okay. The girls are looking at The girls at their are looking notes. at their notes. So I have, uh, yeah. I have one. I alluded to it in the beginning of the episode, and yes. I, I am ready. Okay. This is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey, when I'm at a bar and I go to order a drink, and they say they, say they need to see my ID with my debit card when I've already had my ID checked at the yes. door. Okay. Why do we need to keep checking? I don't think so, honey. So if you're going to have a coat check, and I have this big-ass wallet i put my wallet in my coat and i checked the coat there needs to be signs up if you're gonna need your id at the bar that Mm. can't be a surprise at the bar and you know that i have lots of little issues with bars specifically always i'm i have a problem with the patrons 30 seconds whenever the patrons get their drink and they stay parked at the bar Mm. that's usually a problem i have with them but no i'm flipping it around on the bartenders now and the managerial staff because guess what honey you already checked my id you can see on my wrist right now this stamp that means i am over 21. Why do you need more information? So then they told she said to me, You're gonna have to go to the coat check and get your ID, which I've already waited at the coat check for 30 minutes. No, honey, I don't think so, Five honey. Seconds. I clearly a 18 year old couldn't grow this fine mustache. So <laughs> give me my drink. And that's one minute. Mm. Yeah. It's security theater. It's bullshit. They just so they, they just want to make it seem more official by checking your it, who cares. And I was like, I literally said to the girl, I was like, she goes, I need to see your ID with a debit card. And I said to her, I was like, I mean, I checked it. My ID is in my coat. Do I really have to go get it? And she was like, yes. And it was the most frustrating example of someone doing their job at all costs. I'm like, <laughs> just hand yes. it. And you know what yeah. also sucked? She had already poured the Jameson ginger. Oh, well, I, was like, I, was, I was like, I was like, I was like, 
right? Yeah. And I was like, you should have been like, well, now you look like a fucking idiot because you're gonna have to fucking pour that I was down like, the drain. I was like, are you really gonna waste that drink? She goes, you need to get your ID. And I was like, you know what? I respect that you're doing your job, but really, this is dumb. But I, I was like, this is so aggressively dumb that like my ID was checked, honestly, on the way in. Fully, I have this as proof. Yeah, I didn't yeah, sneak yeah. in there. There was a huge right. line at Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah. It was so annoying. So then I had I had to have a dear friend buy me a drink. Mm. And because what was I going to do? Be a big Frida and not be celebrating? <laughs> <Not laughs> yeah. yeah, thank God for dear friends, right? Yeah. Thank God, God for dear, dear friends. friends. Yeah. Dear friends. It's actually rule of culture number 89. Thank, thank God, God for dear, dear friends. friends. <laughs> Those, that's, that's when you know you have a ride or die. Mm. Um, Truly. All right, really? so this is a bow and yang. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, you're being precious. No, with this? no, but my my I'm, my head is going blank for some reason. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. I have okay. Something. This is Bowen Yang's. I don't think so, honey. Sometimes you need to just take a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Bowen Yang's. I don't think so, honey. And his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The fact that I couldn't find cornstarch and I had to go to three different wow. stores. No, this is okay. This is this is culture. Cornstarch. <laughs> cornstarch is not fucking. Is not a fucking delicacy in this town. And if I want to thicken a stew with the cornstarch slurry, why is it so fucking hard for me to go and uh, to go to every bodega within a, uh, a half mile radius, and to go to two different Trader Joe's, and then to find cornstarch at thirty Target? seconds? I mean, I don't want to have to give Target any more money than they already have. Mm. They already own all half the Pizza Huts of the world, and so I don't need Target to get any more of my money everyone's is freaking out about amazon target is the next big monster that's gonna come <laughs> oh, and oh, eat oh. us all you have to be careful for target i don't know the ceo's name but they, we we do have a Five new seconds. elon musk on our hands and they're gonna kill us and eat us with their teeth and that's the one minute i believe her name is ms target ms target oh. yes Ms. Ms. bianca target <laughs> um, i love that i will say this it was worth it to get whatever you needed for that stew because I, I actually tasted that stew that you and Sudi Green is also rain, on Whole30. Same, same nice. recipe. And they made a very, I had stew, this Whole30 uh, permissible stew. beef stew mm. at Sudi's and it was the stew. It, it did need stew. salt and I proceeded to put salt in oh, it. Oh, I added some kosher crystals. Oh, mm. and honey, if you think that just being on Whole30 doesn't mean you can enjoy food, let me tell you. Beef stew. Mm. Get to know it. Thank you. Get to know it. But I, I'm happy you eventually found cornstarch. That was a very interesting. I don't think so, honey. And cornstarch is technically not whole thirty compliant. But where am I going to find fucking? Arrowroot powder. <laughs> oh God, I hate Do when I best. see recipes like that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah shut up. I, I gotta buy some shit. I'm only gonna use once, and I have a yeah. Eight I have to go visit. A, I have to visit a witch to yeah. buy it. <laughs> I was shut always up. gonna do. I don't think so, honey. That food goes bad oh, because literally, sure. it's like I can't eat all these eggs in three days. Uh, yeah. Yes, you're right. Even six. Okay. <laughs> Even six. I think we're, we're gonna go with Rebecca first, and then Sonia. Okay. Rebecca. Okay. This oh. is Rebecca O'Neill. Okay. I don't think so, honey. Okay. I don't what? know if it's gonna be popular, but I'm gonna. Oh, so. d- oh, do it. Okay. This is Rebecca, and he goes, "I don't think so, honey." Her time starts now. Okay, I don't think so, honey. Marijuana decriminalization. Oh, whoa! <gasps> because what a tease. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh my what god! What a tease. Like it sounds like it's bad, but I have my reasonings. <laughs> okay. First of all, go, go. It's, it's it's fuckboy talk. What Cuomo's <laughs> doing right now? The headline was like, he's teasing, taking the first steps of possibly yes. eventually maybe making decriminalization a priority. I know fuck boy talk when I hear it. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's giving us crumbs to keep hope. Like, just 
make it legal and expunge people's records. Like, what are we doing? Yes. You know what yes. I mean? So 30 I seconds. Yeah. Also, I don't think so, honey. Sidebar, Andrew Cuomo, because I thought Chris Cuomo, the hot, woke one on CNN yeah, with his son, that's his brother. Like, how embarrassing <laughs> for him. You know what I mean? Like, how embarrassing. There's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's sad to me. So, side, I don't think so, honey, to him. Seconds. And also, like, it's just like an open relationship loss. Tell me if I'm going to jail or not. You know what oh, I mean? I want to go from jail to jail. Make the rules clear. Mm-hmm. Everybody should get what they want. Mm-hmm. Five seconds. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And that's one minute. It's open relationship with laws. Also, here's yeah. the thing. If we decriminalize it, which obviously it should be, I think it should, come it's on, legal. let's decriminalize, yeah. let's legalize. But legalize. is it going to get extremely expensive? I don't know. Is, is it in LA? In Portland and LA, it's cheaper it's in LA. It's like a You're bodega right. type situation where you just go in with $17 <laughs> it's, it's, it's and get It's literally like a yeah. Apple yeah. store yeah. for yes. marijuana oh, when yeah. you go to Med Men. The Med Men. And I, you don't have to deal with those weird weed people. Like every comedian God. says it, but my guy's extremely flaky and I'd like to have my some sort of like. My guy sucks and I haven't called him in almost a year because I just go and pick up stuff in LA. Honestly, what what I just did was I bought, I spent dollars one time instead of like, having to call another person like every That's three smart. weeks and you've stockpiled yeah, yeah, yeah. i've stockpiled and now, and now it does that. that's yes. the, like i'm on a new level financially type <laughs> purchase because yeah. i still gotta get my what 25 dollars yeah. at well, a time the thing is, i do i do <laughs> smoke every day so same, it's like I, I, why not just get it all now I walk to her yeah. no i walk to a friend's house sometimes and i just buy weed <laughs> off that person because yeah. who is this person i don't know any friend i will say i don't think so honey me because the last time i bought weed was during our snowstorm and i realized Dave Mazzoni was over we were at my apartment and I was like I think I don't have any weed he was like are you fucking crazy wow. and it was this situation of like am I legit gonna call my, my this was girl like that- last year this was or like this year. This was like oh, a you month ago. Oh, oh okay. your guy when there's a storm. Girl, excuse yeah. me. What? <laughs> you have to tip. Yeah. She, yeah, tip, she, tip, tip, she like. did come and um she was like, I'll be there in an hour and a half. And I was like, Yep, sure. And I, she finally showed up and I felt so bad because she goes, I was really hoping you guys would be girls. I was like, Oh, oh I, I promise that we're nice. We're gay. We're also <laughs> oh, gay. And she oh. goes, Yeah, but gay guys don't have tampons. And I was like, Oh, oh shit. Oh. Then I realized she was riding around those streets Just needing a tampon in yeah. the snow. <laughs> oh no. my god. Oh, oh my god! What and I felt so bad. Thing. I was like, okay, there's a store right down the street. She yeah. goes, yeah, okay, give me the money so I can go. I was like, Ooh. okay, here, bye. Take hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> god, then she had to find a place to put it the, in. My the god, the jobs. We don't think about the struggles of our drug dealers, and I think Ugh. we need to you empathize with them more. We know what. Yeah. 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 I mean? We need to be yeah. grateful. We need to humanize right now, them. We it's need not to... criminalized. It's not. It's not. It's decriminalized, but it's not legal, and they are out here serving us. Yeah, they're in the gray zone of legality for us. Honestly, I would be adrift, and I was like very thankful that she came through because let me tell you that the snow was coming down you were being irresponsible and i was like i hate that i'm doing this but i just need weed so bad and it's not like they're not getting the money job yeah i mean she was working yeah it was like somebody's got to be next on the list and if that's me (laughs) come to greenpoint babe probably got a lot of calls but you but you were a fucking bike courier for yeah this is years ago yeah no but i'm saying i'm saying it's (laughs) you were talking about how it's it's a hard job and and oh yeah like i was risking it, my it life for Grubhub and I was delivering sandwiches so it wasn't go. like illicit substances and class one <laughs> drugs or anything it was just like lunch but it was like high risk low return like I'm yeah. biking for my life in the streets of downtown Chicago for tips and it just was not a yeah. good look and it was yeah. the year before the year of the polar vortex which I quit and van- we just talked about yeah. this but we I just, vanished yeah. to LA to go to a festival and just <laughs> didn't come back for a month you vantage to LA yeah. but once yeah. you get a little taste of LA at least the yeah. weather it's like okay why do I live anywhere else and then you meet the people 
people and you yeah. realize why. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, whatever. I'm kidding. That's it's an easy LA joke. LA, a lovely place. I'm yeah. gonna be there for two months. See you soon. Um, Sonia Dini. Okay, so this is similar to Cornstarch. Okay. Uh, oh my god. But I, I love wrote it. it today. So please, this is it's gonna be incredible. <clears throat> this is Sonia Dini's. I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People who like mushrooms, Cremini, oh, Portobello, Shiitake, all dirt, <laughs> dust. This shit comes from dirt. It's literally fungi, oh. fungi, however uh. the fuck you say that. And as the saying goes, you are what you eat. And side note, <laughs> side note, I would never slander magic mushrooms. If you are going through something personal right now and you need to sit in a room for six hours and stare at the lines in your hands, do it. But everything else, you might say this undercuts my uh, argument, but I say nay, seconds. oyster, Penny bun, hen of the wood. What kind of fucking names are these? Some of these are poisonous, <laughs> mind you. And I would not have a problem with mushrooms if people didn't sneak it into food. Wow. Quesadillas, broth, but a pizza. Uh, uh, and people will say to me, pick it off. Just seconds. pick it off. Anything that has been sullied, <laughs> sullied by the taste of mushrooms, you can taste it. <laughs> I don't think so, honey waiters who ask me, are you really allergic to mushrooms Five when seconds. I say it? And it's like, I have to say it. Uh, and eggs are gross too. Come fight me. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, you can't just Whoa. drop the Whoa. egg. Wow. I will say <laughs> an element of that whole 30 beef stew. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. And I mushrooms said, are great. And then bo- I fucking live for mushrooms. They're great. Mushrooms. All right, well, now we know well, I'm going to go. Thank you. Very no. <laughs> now we know the, the lines are drawn. Well, we I know this about you because here's the thing. Sonia, are you vegetarian or pescatarian right now? I'm gross, but still. So here's the thing. <laughs> There's only but so still. many things you can eat. You know what I mean? Like if you, and then that's another thing too. When you don't eat meat, yeah. people are in your asshole about not eating mushrooms. Oh. You don't want a Parabello mushroom burger? No! Yeah. It's I, gross! Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's gross. I'm so on the fence about mushrooms, but... Portobello burp mushroom burger, disgusting. Oh, Kill me. Thank you so much. Disgusting. What a nightmare. On it. No, what it's a the nightmare. This way. There is nothing you can put on it to get rid oh, of that no. taste in the middle. The texture. Oh, Dijon, the hun. texture. It's like I'm biting into an, a, an organ. Oh. A raw organ. A raw you're, organ that's rotting from the inside out. Yes. Come oh, boy. But can I tell you some of the best experiences of my life on mushrooms? We did it together. We were in a room. For we six and a half twice. hours, and we talked. Well, yeah, we, went it was so nice. we went to the park, and Sonya wanted to like. Oh yeah, the steal kid a had child. pink yeah. energy, and her father had blue, and it didn't. Oh, feel you right. see auras. I, yeah, she I saw was... their coats, and she was on mushrooms. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, there was like no basis for this was, kidnapping. Well, yeah. it hit. The thing is, it wasn't your first time doing it. No, but I it was, did them. Yeah, we had done it before, but like a weak tea version. If you yeah. do tea, it's not as strong. Oh, and right, then we right. ate them, but she'd already done them. Done them. Uh-huh. So it was my when I got them, I was hit immediately. Yeah, yeah. We walked outside. I literally screamed. My neighbors looked because our outside looked like a post. Card. It was it's like everything right? was so trees. sharp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was gone. Like oh, yeah. if she hadn't been there to like drag me home from that kid, I was really like, get away. Oh, like it was, but it was so good. We so worked great. out so much. You just cry, you laugh. <laughs> we couldn't figure out how to work Netflix. Like, and oh. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. We, we, so we've nice. done acid. Everything looks like a fucking painting. Oh my god, Ooh. I've never done acid. Yeah. Oh, acid. acid see, I, I, I recommend. Recommend. Uh, I, I would like to do mushrooms, but the thing is, I'm just nervous. I'm more nervous about mushrooms. They feel more chaotic to me and unpredictable mm. to me than no, else. No, what it is is honestly the first time you do it, do it with like a sandwich bread or something. Because mm-hmm. for the first hour, my stomach hurt like shit, uh-huh. and I was we like, how did I let yeah. that go? 
No, no, no. A second time oh, okay. when you eat them. Okay. I, I was with her and I'm on the couch in a ball, no, like freaking that. out. No. But that's freaking because I didn't. Out. But then the, the next times I did it, I ate it with food with, and it's right, fine. Good, but like other than that, it's lovely. Like mm-hmm. it's very. I only did one sixteenth. Also, I've never okay. done a full eighth. Oh, so that's another thing. Well, maybe all I need is a sixteenth. Yeah, do a sixteenth. Okay. Knock out six hours a year. Yeah. Time. And then I also would not like when I did it. I did it with my boyfriend. and He wanted to go. To like, the I'm like, no, no. you yeah, want to stay do. in this. No, I like you want to go somewhere, yeah. but like, you want to make sure it was cold outside, and it was like, you know what I mean. You want to make sure you're in it's a place where be... if you're uncomfortable and freaking out, yeah, that you can calm down. Somewhere. You can't be around other people. Though. The way I describe it is, yeah, it's got to be like a video game level. It's mm-hmm. like we're in a place that we can explore, but it's finite. Yeah, like yeah. we went upstate. We had like an upstate house, Ooh. so it was like. There was the yard. There was the trees in the backyard. There was a little hammock. There was the house, and that was it. It was big enough that we could yeah. explore, but it was still like, like a video stimuli. game level. Yeah, yes, exactly. did it not yeah. feel like that? Like a level nice. in Goldeneye. It was like a gold. Yeah, I there you go. I'm level in Goldeneye. I excited to do it. <laughs> um, Get uh, upstate house, honey. Yeah. Come on. Well, that's a little. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. gonna do it. We're gonna do it. I am obsessed with this. It's a very. It's we, an obsession worthy episode. We, we talked deeply about career stuff. Yeah, we did. Money. And just a personal history. And got yes. into college, personal into histories, culture. friendship histories. Oh. Talked about shared experiences. Oh, our parents. Our parents. Nice. Parental. Mm. We discussed the immigrant narrative. This yes. is a great episode. Everyone listening, um, I mean, check out more of Rebecca and Sonia's stuff. They're they're two of our favorite people in the whole city. Mm-hmm. You guys Truly. too. It was yeah. great meeting you this yeah, summer. You guys are this so summer. We had fun. Nice yeah. really yeah. fun. Every time. Yeah. Truly, Honestly, truly I was and I I I did. I was like, I slipped it to Julie. I was like, you know, um, Bone and I should be on an episode together at least yes. once before this is all over. Because I did the I look. It made sense. Every, every panelist was great, but I did think this was the three. This was the three. <laughs> Honestly, the two episodes I did with it was like Regina King episode. Yeah, uh-huh. it was incredible. It was good. Lala. Lala. Yeah, Lala. Lala. it was good. Yeah. And shout yeah. out Catherine Cohen. And shout out yeah. to Rob Milligan, uh, Lisa Trager. You had Will Miles. We can't say everyone's Will name. Will Miles. Connor Delahanty. Connor Delahanty. We love Connor. You had your Janelle Jameses. You had your yeah. Who's who? Yeah, it's lovely. who's who? Every comedian that's ever been to Chicago once. There you go. This um, is the best. Nationwide, you have a lot of options of things to do. On February 19th, you can come see us in Portland, or if you're in New York, you can go see Rebecca at Caroline's. Caroline's on Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. 21st to 23rd, Sonia is in Nolan. Nolan's. I'll have it on my Baby. Tumblr because and I'm a loser. There you go. Oh, we love no. it. We love and um, we finish every episode with a song. Ooh, what song? Shake, wiggle, work, now kill yourself. Shake, wiggle, work, now kill yourself. Shake, wiggle, work, now kill yourself. We're not saying do this. It's Big Frida. It's Big Frida. Big Frida yeah. said to do that. It's, cr- it's an yeah. insane lyric. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Hey there. Congratulations. You made it all the way through that episode. Wow. We did not think you were going to be able to do it. it we was barely touch and could. Go. Yeah. Anyway, now that you did, Michael and I have a pretty cool surprise for you. We are going to get high. What? Come on. What are you let's talking light about? up that joint, baby, no, with Colin, our listeners. What are you, that is not what we do. Literati is a podcast about books. What? It's not about getting stoned.
I thought we were, I thought we had a special treat. You for don't pe- even smoke weed. You freak out. Yeah, but get I was paranoid. Gonna, I thought we had a special treat or surprise for the listeners who made it to the end of yeah, the Yeah, we're going to play them a clip from our show. Not, how would we get oh. everybody high? That doesn't even make Honestly, sense. Honestly, I didn't I I'm I don't really listen to podcasts. I didn't I didn't know that's if they, they I'm guessing they had the technology to do no, that. No, they yeah. don't. That's such a weird No, Colin, we're not going to get anybody high. We're not getting high. Okay. I actually think that you shouldn't be promoting that on this podcast. Yeah, okay. People fine. That. But if you want to get high at home, Sure, do it, but we're not promoting I, it. I, that's neither here nor there. We're going to play a clip from our podcast with Josh Sharp. So just right. listen and enjoy that and get high. What? And with that in mind, we'd like to take the pressure off of us for a second and introduce you to the reader of today. He's a recent NYU dropout, and we know that means a recipe for success. Oh, yes, indeed. Dropping out of school and into our hearts, we have young novelist and self-proclaimed genius, Clint Dimples, for you. Enjoy. Uh, hello, my name is um, Clint Dimples, and um, this is a piece of short literature that I call The Story. There was once a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income. The girl was of a happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these, when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping. She said it's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help? The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate. Though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income, the girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these, when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help? The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had invented the soda stream, were murdered eight months before while leaving a Papa John's pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right, he asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help? The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There was once a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the window made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. 
I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> I know how that is, said the grandfather, with the trouble sleeping. Is that why you sleep on the roof? The little girl asked. Yes, that's why. That's why I sleep on the roof. I see, she said. And no other reason, he yelled. Okay, cool, fine, said the girl. Will you tell me a story? Huh? Said the old man. A story. Oh, yeah, sure, right. Story. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. And so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal making a sick income. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only failing to melancholy on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, long, pointed, and yellow, like a beak, this nose, like a big fucking beak. Her grandfather, the man, he just climbed the, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles is everything all right he asked the girl i'm just having trouble sleeping she said it's hard sometimes yes i know he said scratching at his big fucking beak nose maybe a story would help sure grandpapa but what's happening to you whatever do you mean he asked your nose it's turned into a beak like that of a bird and sure enough it had the nose ossified into a large yellow beak Squawk, said the grandfather. Squawk, squawk, as feathers, deep blue and red feathers, began to shoot out of his back. Squawk, he said. Squawk! Why, grandfather, the little girl cried, you're turning into a bird! A real fucking bird with a giant fucking beak! It's amazing! His feet now claws, he reached over and stood atop the girl's wrists. Then he flapped and flapped until he started to rise, over the bed, clutching the small girl beneath him. His great wings swatting at the walls, he tilted his feathered crown forward and burst, beak first, out of the large attic window. The girl hung below him as they made their way up, higher and higher, until the house was but a speck below them. She looked up. Thank you, Grandpapa. Thank you. Thank you for transforming into a big fucking bird and taking flight. And then the old man let forth a mighty squawk, spread his wings wide, and the two soared off into the warm night air, floating and finally free. The end. What a lovely story, said the little girl. But I must ask, was the grandpa in that story, the one who turned into a bird, was he supposed to be you? Me, the old man replied. <laughs> Whatever you mean. I mean, said the little girl, that maybe it is you who wants to be a bird? I'm asking in part because I know you like to sleep on the roof. I told you about that already. I just do that because I like it. No other reason, he shouted. Well, sure, said the girl, but the way in which you, you know, chew my food up for me and our winter foods, our winter trips down south, it just all makes me think that maybe you want to be a bird for some reason, which, to be honest, is sort of a ridiculous notion given that you're a grown man. And so if you actually want to be a bird, well, I don't know, maybe you're just uh, crazy. Okay, story time is over, said the old man. I'm turning off the lights now. It's time for bed. He pulled the chain on the lamp and all was still. I know you have to use the ladder in my room to climb onto, climb onto the roof, Grandpa, said the little girl. So you can turn the lights back on and, and get it if you want. Okay, I'll turn them on just because I want to turn them on. How about that, said the old man, fumbling for the chain. There we go. They're on. The lights are on. Oh, and look, it's the ladder I need to get on the roof. You know, I better go up there to check on some of the tiles and the roofing and other things. Not to sleep, just to, you know, check it out. I trust you won't mind turning the lights off once I'm up there, you know, just in case I take a while. No, Grandpapa, of course not. All right, he said, here I go, up the ladder to check on the tiles. Night-night, I'm almost to the top. Shutting the hatch behind him, the old man sat down on the roof, pulled his knees to his chest, then looked up to the sky and quietly sobbed. A pigeon landed on his shoulder, and the man gently scooped the bird in his palms and pulled it close. Not today, he whispered, snot running down his face. Maybe someday, but not today. The End
What a sad story, said the little girl. I feel sad for the man in that story who told that other story, the man who wanted to be a bird. Yes, the old man replied. But sometimes it is the sad stories that give us comfort, that remind us of how lucky we are to have what we have. Your parents left you with a great fortune, and uh, you should take solace in that. She nodded. Yes, but I still miss Mom and Pop. She paused. Grandpa, do you think they'll ever find who murdered my parents in front of that Papa John's Pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut? The grandfather thought for a moment. No, I'm almost certain they will not. He drew in a labored breath. I was very careful. The girl looked up at him. You are what? I said I was careful. He stood up over her bed. And what's more, I'm not like the old man in that story, pretending to be something he's not. It's time you know who I really am, little girl. I murdered your parents outside of that Papa John's Pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The girl pulled back towards the wall. You what? Why would you do that? Because I wanted that soda stream money. And with them gone, now only you stand in my way. In one quick motion, he removed the knife from his sleeve and plunged it into the little girl's chest. He pulled her close to his face and whispered, Let me hear you squawk before you fly away, little bird. Let me hear you squawk. Stop, 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 the little girl shouted. I don't like it when the stories turn scary. I'm sorry if I gave you a fright, said the old man, catching himself. I just thought a little adventure story might take your mind off things. Yes, but a story about a man who tells a story of some other man who lies and yet another story as a way of revealing that he's murdered a little girl's parents when I'm here sad about my parents? What are you thinking, you old kook? And what was all that bird stuff? You're right, you're right, the old man replied, standing up from bed. I guess I just got away from myself. He backed out of the room. Good night, it won't happen again. He opened the bedroom door and tumbled into the dark, empty vacuum of space. The house fell away from him and he slowly drifted, naked now to his boxer shorts, earth far off in the distance. A chorus of male voices, hundreds of them, came at him from every direction. You've done well, my good and favored son. Squawk, know that you are good and strong and that your cock is mighty and powerful. Squawk. And as he crossed into the black hole, his every atom splitting into more energy than powers our sun, his frozen form on the event horizon trapped for eternity was that of a man, arms spread wide and reaching for something greater. The end. I don't get it, said the little girl. <laughs> Come to think of it, said the old man. Me either. He gave her a kiss on the head. A nightingale landed on the windowsill. He pulled out an old luger he'd stolen from a Nazi during the war, and then he shot the bird dead. The end. Uh, little reminder, uh, betterhelp.com forward slash ding dong. That's where you can go and put in a little promo code to get therapy online fast. Now, BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors who are caring professionals who specialize in the issues that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem and other issues that we're all kind of dealing with that, you know, we want to reach out and get some help for. And you can connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment using BetterHelp. Com. Slash ding dong. Of course, yes. Slash ding dong. Of course. If you want to use, you know, our promo code and get 10% off, you would use the promo code ding, ding dong. dong. We so, just wanted to stop in here in the middle of the episode and say and that. And just say that. So schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Yeah, and maybe you can even marry your therapist. Okay, oh, we've we been can't. through this. We, they, you can't do that. It's not appropriate it's to marry not, your therapist. It's unethical. Oh, what if they're hot? Should I get another one? Yeah. Okay. Betterhelp.com forward slash ding dong. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and 
all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse... I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.